Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's me, Amanda Garcia. <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Pirates are going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live, a Delcor Players Lounge edition of the show. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, also online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube and be a part of today's program. What is on your mind? What are you following in the sports world? Your thoughts on ECU sweep over the weekend on the road at Cincinnati talk about all that and more you can join us and if you have a question for lane hoover or josh moylan you can drop it on youtube facebook or twitter and we will pass those along to the guys coming up in uh later on in our show today here is the lineup coming up in about 30 minutes from now we'll check in with double b brian bailey talk about everything going on in the world of sports here locally and beyond he had austin knight on the brian bailey show earlier today at noon and talked about the great pitching performances of the pirates so far this season how about the fourth different pitcher for ecu named aac pitcher of the week you've seen the weekend starters or the previous weekend starters named pitcher of the week trey savage josh gross carter spivey spivey of course now moved to the bullpen and a uh, another name this week and that is wyatt lunsford shinkman who came in and dominated the bearcats on sunday allowed east carolina to pick up the come from behind win in extra innings to sweep the cincinnati bearcats so congratulations to the big pirate righty wyatt lunsford shinkman on being named american pitcher of the week we will uh, talk a lot of pirate baseball on today's program starting with double b at 3 30 at four o'clock we will talk to who east carolina outfielder lane hoover will join us and Hadn't I had Hoove in studio in a while, so it'd be good to catch up with him, talk about the sweep, the travel. Hopefully it was better this time than when they went to Wichita a couple weeks ago. The play on the field was certainly better. We'll discuss all that and what lies ahead coming up with Hoove at 4 o'clock and with Josh Moylan at 5 o'clock. The Pirates will not be playing on Tuesday. We've got a change in the schedule for ECU baseball. Instead of playing Old Dominion Tuesday, they're going to play on Wednesday at 3 o'clock. And instead of being at a minor league park, that'll be uh, on ODU's home campus field. So that is the uh, change in the schedule for ECU baseball this week. ECU at ODU coming up 3 o'clock on Wednesday. Pirates will be at home this weekend for a three-game series. Who's that against, Chandler? Oh, Chandler Honeycutt's here and Shirley Rhodes. Hey, uh, folks. Hey, Clipper. Happy Monday to you. Who's it against? Do you know? I'm sorry? Memphis. <laughs> Thank you. Best in the business. I didn't have my headphones. <laughs> no, it's fine. Hear. No, I, I did not have the weekend opponent, and I was wondering if you knew off the top of your head. I did. I just didn't hear you. But Well, too late now. I, I knew who it was. But you are not a baseball guy. You are a man of the ponies. You're a horse racing guy. <sighs> 
the winner. You had it like you didn't even know what I'm talking about. Did you? Yes. Okay. The face you were making was like, what? Huh? Who? I'm, just, I'm beaming with pride right now. <laughs> I'm beaming. The I'm winner so proud of, myself. of the 2023 Pirate Radio Kentucky Derby Challenge is Chandler Honeycutt. I, look, I don't want to look. I don't want to make this about myself, but I think you miss miss somebody in the lineup. Oh, I did. I I've, I'm on a sidetrack right now. I am not done announcing the lineup. Okay, but good on you because we can't leave our guy Isaiah Winstead out. Yeah, uh, talk to him on Saturday. We'll air that interview coming up at four thirty on today's show. And what a guy you are, Chandler, to push the spotlight away from yourself. You are a team guy. You are a we guy, not a me guy. And you are coming off a fantastic win in the Kentucky Derby. And you continue to say Madge. I'm pretty sure they pronounced it Mage on the it's broadcast. Mage. Yeah. There's no D in there. Well, I'm continuing to call it Madge because the reason I take the horse, I've got the video evidence. I picked it because of my late great step great grandmother. Late great step great grandmother. Yes. Okay. Madge. 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 And uh, it was funny watching it on Saturday. I was back home. I was at my dad's seafood place in Roseboro, North Carolina. Shout out Earl and Jerry Seafood Shack. Was sitting there watching the uh, was watching the race, and my dad was right beside me. I had just got done telling my dad. He was asking me about did, did you put any put anything down on the horse, or I said, well, I, we did a pool at at work we did a pool on the show we did one last year and it was a disaster we're going to try to do a, one again this year and hopefully it goes smoothly and uh so i told him about it and i told him about choosing madge i'm gonna still say madge or mage if you want to say that and i told him the story behind that and we were watching it and i remember thinking to myself who is this horse who is hauling tail just out of i said someone needs to watch out for this horse here it's it's picking up some steam and sure enough, that horse wins. And I'm like, well, who's the horse? What's that horse's name? And then they showed the jockey and the horse. And then all of a sudden, that graphic pops up. And it says Madge. And I thought I was going to go insane. Because I can't, I remember keep saying, where's Madge at? Where's Madge? Oh, Madge must be in, ba- in, in the back. Madge must be in the back. Madge must have no, uh, no shot at this. And when that graphic popped up, I thought I was going to lose my cool in uh in earl and jerry's and my dad we laughed so hard because i was like wait a minute i won the pool i won the pool at work so i was very excited way to go what about a story uh josh thomas is a me guy he's not a wee guy he wants to make sure he gets his spotlight here give him his flowers uh he says dang clipper chandler trying to get on my level picking winners Josh Thomas is a money-lining son of a gun. <laughs> he is. And uh, picked Mage before the Derby and got another victory. So congratulations to Josh. Congratulations to Chandler. Congratulations to everyone who had Mage, a.k.a. Madge, on Saturday in the Derby Challenge. All right. Uh, Isaiah Winstead will be on the show as well as part of our Delcor Players Lounge. So we got Hoove, we got Moylan, and we got the former ECU wide receiver, uh, as he signed with the 49ers midweek last week and uh, talked to him over the weekend. Was very excited to see that. And uh, you'll hear that interview coming up on today's program. program. All right. How about those freaking pirates? How about those freaking pirates? A road sweep over Cincinnati. How about those freaking pirates? East Carolina 6-0 and against the Bearcats this year. Great way to send them off into the Big 12. Mm-hmm. 
Pirates win in nine to three on Friday, eleven to three on Saturday. That one got away quickly after a star bomb jacob starling home run and then a justin wilcoxon granny and then on sunday a six to five come from behind win in extra innings for east carolina and that's where wide lunsford shinkman earned his aac pitcher of the week after going five innings no hits no runs no walks three strikeouts what a performance face 15 batters uh, knocked them all down and came in and uh, did a fantastic job. Trey Savage did throw, was on a pitch count, and was only able to get through one inning. Through one inning, gave up a run on three hits. Garrett Saylor uh, gave up uh, three runs on uh, in three innings for the Pirates. Landon Ginn gave up a run, so the Pirates really needed to keep those Cincinnati bats at bay, and it was Wyatt Lunsford-Shinkman who did that on Sunday. Uh, you saw... A couple of hits from Jacob Starling in that game. Uh, and Jacob Jenkins Coward had the big one for ECU to give them the win in the 10th inning. Lane Hoover um, had a hit. And I believe, did you watch the game yesterday, Chandler? Uh, Jamie, you're out there on YouTube. Anybody else that's out there uh, that saw the game? Didn't didn't Hoover hit the ball to first? where the runner was doubled off and the ball just about went through the first baseman's glove. Uh, I believe that was Hoove that hit a shot down the right field line. And you saw in the replay, the ball, about three-quarters of the ball, was poking out of the back half of the first baseman's glove. And what would have been a, an RBI triple turned into a double play for the Pirates. I believe that was Hoove. Uh, but we will uh, talk to Hoove about that, if that indeed was him, and other topics coming up at 4 o'clock on today's show. Brad says, what a ma- magical weekend for Chandler. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. That's the kind of wordplay we enjoy here, uh, enjoy here on Pirate Radio Live. So the Pirates, after the weekend, moving to 34 and 14, and they moved to 8-9 and nine on the road. If you include the neutral side game, they moved to 8-10 and 10 away from the friendly confines of Clark LeClaire Stadium. So East Carolina, we talked about it kind of heading into the weekend. They had 11 games left. You want a shot to host, pretty much need to run the table and then win the conference. Now, win the conference tournament. Also, we're keeping an eye on the AAC standings and you had Wichita State and Houston playing each other this weekend. Those were the two teams ahead of East Carolina. They only got two games in. So now it's like reminds me of the NFL uh, playoff picture in the hunt when you have teams that tie and it just messes with your mind when you're trying to look at the standings. All right, what do we need to do? Houston has played one less game than East Carolina in the conference standings, uh, but easy to see. They are a half game up on ECU, but they also control the tiebreaker if you want to look at it that way. I don't know if the American – I don't think they honor tiebreakers, so I think it would just be like a co-championship, but now I guess there can't be a tie due to them not playing a game. So there will be an outright winner. Well, I have a question. What is your question? I have questions. Tie. Hi. Hi. Tie. Tie. That was my question. There was no tie. There was a game <laughs> that was not played, and now I believe there cannot be a tie unless East Carolina uh, high, unless East Carolina cannot get a game in in their final two series. So Houston 
won the series against East Carolina. East Carolina needs to finish a game a game up on Houston these last six games. What do the Cougars have the re- uh, remainder of the regular season? I'm so glad you asked that question because here on Pirate Radio Live, I love answering questions. And the answer to that question is they have teams that I like to call. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to Houston's <laughs> website, they give me last year's schedule, and I have to make two extra clicks and stall an extra 12 to 14 seconds. But it doesn't matter because you're getting the answer. Oh, the I have ans- and the answer is... I have the answer. It's Tulane and Cincinnati. Duh. I mean, yeah, we all knew Duh. that. On the road at Tulane and then Cincinnati at home. I would say Houston wins at least four of those games, probably five to six. So East Carolina is going to need to sweep the rest of their way against Memphis and against South Florida if they want a shot to win the American regular season. That is what I am projecting uh, on my bracketology. So there you go. There's an update on the AAC baseball standings. Um, Let's see. Jamie says that last Campbell game should be known as the RPI game. All right, fine. We can label it that. Wednesday's game against Old Dominion on the road. That has been moved to Wednesday. That has been moved to 3 o'clock, so we'll be watching that one right here in the Pirate Radio studios coming up on Wednesday. i got to figure out if P-Mace is going to Norfolk or if he'll be hanging out with us on Wednesday watching that one in studio. Pirates have Memphis this weekend, Friday at 6, Saturday at 4, Sunday, Mother's Day at 1 o'clock. Campbell is next Tuesday. That's a big one. Our buddy uh, Paul Lucas from UniWatch will be here. Oh, yeah. Rocking the purple. Pirates will be wearing the uh, powder purples, that game against Campbell, according to Paul Lucas. Purple Amnesty Day here in Greenville. And then East Carolina will close it out against South Florida Thursday the 18th, Friday the 19th, Saturday the 20th, and the American Athletic Conference Tournament begins May the 23rd. So that's where we are with Pirate Baseball. Any questions, Chandler? Uh, no questions, but I was I was looking that we go to South Florida to end the regular season. And I feel like we always have struggled at, against South Florida, whether it's uh, at home or on the road, but I was just looking at the standings to see where they're at. And sure enough, they're at the bottom of the barrel of the, of the conference at six and twelve in American play. But ECU has a has a good oppor- opportunity to take advantage of getting a or getting a win on Wednesday at three o'clock on the road against Old Dominion, where you got a win against them earlier in the year in Clark Leclerc Stadium seven to three, and then you'll have a chance to sweep Memphis this weekend, and then that's going to be a very important game next week against the uh, Camels where you found yourself not being able to hit the baseball in Fayetteville earlier this year. Maybe they can hit the baseball and get a win against the Camels next week and then hopefully sweep South Florida and uh, go into American American Athletic Conference. Jeez Louise. American Athletic Conference tournament strong. So we shall see, but it all starts on Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Well, Chandler, we base a lot of things on feelings, right? How do we feel? What do you, what do you feel? You feel like... ECU struggles against South Florida. You just have that feeling, he said. I just yeah, like there's a feeling as and it really. You want to know facts? What it's telling, like if the feeling wanna, could talk, it's saying ECU struggles against South Florida. You want to know the facts? Yeah, maybe it could help don't. out your. Well, last year, here at home, ECU swept South Florida. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, 
Do you remember Chandler the four game series weekends oh, we were my playing? God, yes. East Carolina won two, lost two uh. to South Florida. That might be part of your feelings, and yep. that was at South Florida. It's crawling up my shoulder right now. Um, in 2019, East Carolina went to Tampa and swept South Florida. So I think that feeling you've got is from that four-game series a couple years ago. The COVID year. And you can't shake that feeling. Yeah, I just can't shake it. You know it would help if East Carolina goes down there this year and takes care of business. Bidness. 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 Uh, Jamie says, we did not budge in the D1 rankings. Pirates staying at 14, I believe, in the D1 baseball poll. He says, the AAC per RPI definitely looks like the worst Power 5 conference per the rankings. Are we in the Power 5? Is this Mike Oresco talking? Hey, Mike. Uh, we do. Have, we actually have Mike here with us. Mike, how you doing? Justin Hardy. Do you consider us a part of the Power Five? Yeah, Shane Harden, Justin Hardy. Uh, power Six is where I like to be. I consider us Power Six. I think we should have a flag, Mike. Don't you think so? Oh, we have a flag. It's big, bold, and like your colors are purple and gold, our flag is big and bold. Justin Hardy. Shane Harden. Uh, Jamie says losing would do major damage. Winning would not move the needle. Uh, I guess referring to the series against South Florida, the series, any series left in the AAC. The big one is right now against Campbell. We need to get it just for argument's sake because a sweep to Campbell would not be pretty at all. But also for RPI's sake, East Carolina can move up and i I don't i I don't think hosting is out of the possibility at this point you just got to go on one of those runs like you did at the end of last year and then you would have a chance and uh that that would be exciting if east carolina could could win midweek you got a three-game series you think you can take care of business against memphis this weekend and you start to get on that run and boy then next tuesday's game means a whole lot at clark leclerc stadium so still a lot to go all right uh let's see ecu softball will be in the aac conference tournament coming up this weekend starting on thursday starting this late week i should say you're right shirley thank you for that they were swept man they were winning saturday and ended up surely you were there right yeah i was so there the saturday Pirates led what three to two i want to say uh yeah it was three to two um and then tulsa tied the game uh, with a late, um, I want to say like fifth inning, I think it might have been a double. And then uh, we had a, a, a walk. But anyway, anyway, there was a home run in there that basically, you know, nailed the uh, the door shut for uh for east carolina uh they ended up losing six to three but they were winning that game and really for all intents and purposes and i'm gonna air a grievance here all right um Uh as of right now and it won't come into play until next year instant replay is not in effect for softball at least for east carolina i don't know if it is for the rest of the the aac but it's not available um, it was not available this year for ECU softball. There were two calls that the umpires absolutely blew um, 
to the point where I was completely confounded. One of them, I still don't understand why he did what he did. The first was a a um, a tag at second base, and it was clear that um, the uh, the tag was missed. It was clear from us up in the press box, and they called the runner out. Um, and once again, we did not have benefit of uh, instant replay. The second one, I'm still scratching my head over, as uh, there was a ball that was hit, um, and uh, uh, the left fielder missed it, threw it home, and then there was a play at third base. Now, when uh, and ECU had the runner dead to rights coming into third, the tag was applied. Before the umpire that was standing there looking at the play made the call, the other field umpire comes running over saying something about a delay of some sort and forces the runner that got tagged out at third to go back to second base for no apparent reason. It wasn't a dead ball at that point. That that ball was still in play. because it was, hmm. And the runner scores... Okay, um, and that, I think, brought it in. Uh, that was the one that tied it up, three all. And then the runner that was at third base, who should have been tagged, should have been called out, that would have ended the inning. Instead, she was sent back to second base for, we still don't know what the reason was. And once again, no benefit of replay to understand why the umpire made that call. Um. And then there was a there was a walk, and then the next batter hit a three run jack. So mm. that's um, that's pretty much it. Was just a string of bad luck for East Carolina. They fought the whole way through. They just uh, Tulsa just had some timely hits, and uh, they hit a couple out of the park. So it's just unfortunate. Now they are the I think they are the sixth seed heading into the tournament. They've got to face third seeded South Florida coming up Thursday and I think that first pitch is at 5 o'clock. No, you are correct. 5 is it 5 o'clock? Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we will talk to Shane Winkler coming up. Um, oh, I'd love to hear his because well, he went out. going to talk about umps, but he can say what their explanation was. Yeah, no, that's what I wanted to yeah. say. I hope he, he will be able to shed some light on that play because those of us in the press box were absolutely stupefied. We had no idea why dumbfounded, stupefy, whatever you want to call it. But I just to this i it, i i tried to uh come up with some sort of explanation you know as to why he called her back there and i don't have one so i'd love All to right. hear what he had to say we'll talk to coach winkler later this week ahead of the aac softball championships all right so there's baseball there's softball we talked derby hurricanes update uh they had a high scoring affair <laughs> Eight to four was they, the final. They were on the wrong side of it. Yeah, oh yeah. As the Devils put up uh, eight goals on Carolina, just came out red hot with three goals in the first period, and I kind of thought that was going to happen. You switch over to your home ice, and now we'll see if the Canes can win Game Four of the series on the road, as they did in the first round when they took on the Islanders, but they still control a two to one series lead over the New Jersey Devils game uh, 
four of that series coming up Tuesday, 7 o'clock on ESPN. ESPN. Also on Sunday, the Panthers <laughs> took a 3 nothing series lead. A 3-2 to win over Toronto. A shocker there in Who that series. Who would have seen that coming, coming after they beat the Maple Leafs? They, the Panthers beat the Maple Leafs. That's what I'm saying. Who would have seen that coming? Because the Maple Leafs are traditionally a really good, you know, they are, I guess you could say a, uh, what do they call them? Um, like a blue blood Original type. six? Yeah, the original six. And the Florida Panthers, I mean, you don't hear much from them in the world of hockey. And they have come out, you know, guns a-blazing. And they've taken a 3 nothing lead now? 3 nothing series lead after winning in overtime on Sunday. And they can close it out coming up in game four and they're cracking five goals in the second period seven in the game they beat the stars to take a two to one series lead in that one coming up tonight golden knights at oilers that series tied at one game apiece that'll be 8 30 on espn espn all right in the nba playoffs quick update on uh coming up tonight You've got Knicks at Heat, and the Heat lead that series two games to one. Also, Warriors at Lakers. Uh, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and the Lakers took it to Golden State in game three. Game four tonight, 10 o'clock on TNT. Is that series tied yet? It is is two to one LA with the series lead. Sunday, we saw the Sixers get by the Celtics in a classic overtime game, 116 to 115. 42 points for James Harden in the win over Boston and that series tied at two. And then the Suns, not ready to go out without a fight. They tie their series at two games apiece. 53 points for Joker in the loss for Denver. 129-124 the final. That series tied at two apiece. So got some great series going on in both the NHL and NBA playoffs. Uh, Baseball over the weekend um michael harris jr baby baltimore you're a fun story great start of the season but stay over there get on out of here stay over there that american league side of things you're not ready for national league baseball braves beat the o's in a series that was a fun series great series uh braves had to come back in game two had a late home run uh pinch hit home run kevin pillar and then uh, Michael Harris wins it with a double in extra innings, and the Braves beat the Orioles. Atlanta is now seven games up already in the National League East over the Mets and the Marlins. Braves at 24 and 11 on the year. Big series for the O's this week as they will take on first place Tampa. Baltimore five and a half games back. Baltimore 22 and 12, but five and a half games back of the red hot 28 and 7 tampa bay rays so that's what's going on in major league baseball all right uh let's take a break when we return double b brian bailey will join us we'll talk some pirate baseball and more coming up when uh we return hour one of pirate radio live bb joins us we've got lane hoover josh moylan coming up later on in the show and you'll hear my interview with isaiah winstead Big Monday edition, Big Delcor Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. A lot more to go after this.
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike's on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line and pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sublocation. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Flip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Delcor Players Lounge Monday, and we will go inside that Players Lounge at 4 o'clock with Hoove. Lane Hoover going to join us. Also, Josh Moylan coming up at 5, and at 4.30, I'll play my interview that I had earlier uh, on the weekend on Saturday with Isaiah Winstead. So you'll hear that coming up on the show as well. If you got a question for Hoove or Moylan, you can get that in on uh youtube facebook or twitter and we got randolph checking us out afternoon guys and shirley hit those likes folks good to see y'all at aj's on wednesday yes it was randolph good to see you and the boom boom crew and uh pike pike switched from listening on radio to youtube and gave us a like pike thanks for the like pike appreciate that by the way jerry says hello to only one of us today now this is how what he said he literally said hello shirley <laughs> i'm taking that to him saying hello to shirley last week he just said hello to me today just to shirley chandler maybe your day's maybe, maybe up. next week all right let's head out to the pirate radio live line and say hello to double b brian bailey who joins us here on the program bb how you doing sir not too bad. How are you guys? We are doing good on a Monday. The Pirates looking good on a Monday, coming off a sweep at Cincinnati, and good for multiple reasons. They're trying to rack up all the wins they can here late in the year. Bailey, stay up in those rankings. Try to get that RPI number boosted. Try to once again host at Clark LeClaire. But also, with all the road woes they have had this year, it was good to see them win three away from home. It really was. And when you look at the first two, as far as you know, the games go, they were not necessarily blowouts, but the Pirates were in control most of the way. And then in game three, they gave up the three-run bomb and were down a run, but they were you know, good enough to come back and tie it in the eighth and then win it in the tenth. So uh, it was a great weekend, I thought, for them. Talked to Austin Knight on the Brian Bailey Show earlier today. If folks mix, missed it, they can listen to it on radio coming up at 6 or find it on facebook or youtube and man he's got a lot of arms to work with this year we've seen what the pirate weekend rotation has done now you move root into that rotation carter spivey and you guys talked about this quite a bit so valuable coming out of the bullpen he was aac pitcher of the year doing that last year and then speaking of coming out of the bullpen Wyatt lunsford shankman the fourth pirate to win the AAC Pitcher of the Week Award uh, this season for East Carolina. Goes five perfect innings for East Carolina. 15 batters face, 15 batters mowed down, and that was a big part of uh, having them win that game three yesterday. Yeah, it really was, and he was impressive. I mean, it was, you know, at, at first you, you get through a couple of innings, and you're like, well, he's cruising along, and then you go back and look, and to go five perfect when the game's on the line, basically, I mean, yeah, that... 10th inning, you take the lead, and then they come to the plate and just never got anything going at all. So, yeah, give him a lot of credit for that one. He's really, really good. And, you know, the whole thing about baseball and basketball, for that matter, you want to be playing your best at the very end of the season. And 
I think that's what uh, Coach Godwin has said. Uh, exams are over, so now you just concentrate on baseball. Best time of year to play. And the Pirates just got, what, six conference games left? Two in the non-conference ranks. The Old Dominion game moved to Wednesday this week at 3 o'clock. So uh, the season's winding down very quickly. Pirates took care of the Monarchs earlier this year, 7-3, to back in April here in Greenville. They'll face ODU again coming up as Austin Knight broke that news today on the Brian Bailey Show Wednesday at 3 o'clock. And Bailey, this is a 30-win team uh, for Old Dominion. They are 30-17 and on the year. And uh, they themselves looking to try to pile up some wins here late in the year, try to get to that magical 40 spot with some wins in the Sun Belt tournament. So this is a team that uh, that needs one coming up. East Carolina knows what they need to do as well. Should be a good one on Wednesday. Yeah, it really should. And you, you look at the two non-conference games left for East Carolina, both are really, really important. Campbell is, you know, next week at home. You know the Pirates really want to, you know, do some damage there because they've lost to, to the Camels. So hopefully uh, that'll come true. But, uh, as Austin said, as Cliff would tell you, you just got to take it one game at a time, one pitch at a time. But, you know, it's it's hard for players to do that. I know it's impossible for fans because that's not the way fans think. But uh, that's pretty much what they got to do. Speaking of the way fans think, I was th- I was thinking about doing this, and I forgot to do it segment one. After the Wichita State sweep, that game three where the Pirates lost, I went into a, uh, a very dangerous place on the show, and that was the comment section on Facebook after the win. I was going to do that today after the uh, Game 3 win for um, the Cincinnati game and go into the comment section. I think we had like 48 in that loss to Wichita, and I believe there was five comments, Bailey, after the uh, sweep. <laughs> that That's not shocking, right? No, not that's, that's pretty much what you get. I mean, when you're successful, everybody expects it and takes it for granted. And whenever you're not successful, everybody's got an answer, got a complaint. But, but that's just the nature of, of, of how fans react to everything. I mean, that's just uh, something that I think, you know, you think about yourself and you're watching your favorite team. If things go good, you just want to ride the, ride the wave. But things go bad, you got an answer for them. That's what you see there. Yep, I know the formula of a fifth quarter show. If it's an upset win... Yeah. It's going to be uh, busy, a lot of calls. If it's a upset loss that East Carolina supposed to win that loses or a blowout that the Pirates were supposed to hang in, we're going to get a lot of calls. If things go as planned, just not as much uh, reaction. And it's all about expectations. And look, Cliff Godwin has kind of set up himself to, to have a ton of expectations for this ECU baseball team. So I certainly understand it, but a uh, severe lack of comments on the uh, Facebook page after East Carolina sweeps. Cincinnati, 6-0 and on the year against those Bearcats, Bailey. That's a great way to uh, send them out of the conference, right? Yeah, yeah we, we talked about that with Austin earlier, but you look at Cincinnati's had a really good year in the American, with the exception of playing East Carolina. Yeah. You hope you hope that Cincinnati continues to have a pretty good year in the American, with, that, with the exception of East Carolina, because they've got some key games coming up and that would help East Carolina as far as the standings go. And we're chasing Houston right now. Pirates want to get another AAC regular season title. To do that, they're going to have to finish one game better than Houston the remainder of the way. And Tulane is still on the schedule coming up this weekend for Houston. They have some winnable games coming up. So uh, right now, East Carolina's got to do it, control what they can control, and try to finish one game better than Houston the remainder of these two weekends coming up. And, and really, when you look at it with with the rainout for Wichita State and Houston, 
you know, basically what that does, it cuts a half a game in there. So if everything stays the same, if East Carolina plays their last six and Houston plays their last six, all you got to do is finish the game ahead of them. You know, that tie is kind of taken out right there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I talked about that in the first segment. It, usually it's a headache when something like that happens. Now it's kind of easier to understand how it's all going to play out. Just finish one game ahead and uh, and you'll be all right. Bailey, uh, sticking with baseball and a little softball as well, you've got some uh, postseason action going on in the high school ranks. So what are you uh, looking forward to coming up Tuesday night in high school playoffs? Well, I just saw the pairings after my show was over with you guys and uh, you know, it's 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 usually the same. It's the same crowd that's always you know way up there as far as the uh, seatings are concerned. Rose gets a one, Conley's a three, of the four A ranks. That means a lot of home games for for our area. Uh, Conley softball is up there. I mean, so it's really a great time of the year because these games are so you know so important to so many people, and it's you know win and advance and lose, and the season's over. And you know, in the high school ranks you lose and you're a senior, I mean, your career is over. And so there's a whole lot of emotion that's involved in that. And it's really, a, it really calls for some, you know, because you think about it, you're playing your last, you don't know it's your last game, but, you know, you give up a home run late and you lose, lose it on a home run or a walk-off or, or, you know, something crazy happens like that. That's, that's something you never forget, that's for sure. Brian Bailey joining us. Bailey, you uh, you are a hockey aficionado now on the show. So, how did uh, the Canes give up eight goals? Break that down. What happened on Sunday to Carolina? You know, I was I was busy <laughs> doing some stuff and watching East Carolina, and then I was going to turn it over, and it was already three nothing. Yeah. I thought, you know, this might be a game that's to not do a whole lot. But I did at the uh, Derby Dash Bash this weekend. I bid on a Seth Jarvis autographed puck. Nice. I didn't bid enough. Yeah. And I look. I looked at the uh, Andre Sveshnikov jersey autograph, but the bidding was a little too high for my pocketbooks. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Game Four goes a lot better for Carolina when they face uh, New Jersey coming up on Tuesday. If you remember, Canes lost Game Three of uh, Round One, but were able to come back and win on road ice in uh, Game Four. So hopefully, they can do the same this time around in Round Two. And it looks like if the Panthers win one more, uh, you are going to get a surprise team in that Eastern Conference Final. The uh, Florida Panthers up 3 nothing in their series with Toronto, Bailey. So the Hurricanes or Devils, whoever it is, uh, might be the favorite. Although you don't want to get in front of this red-hot Florida team, I guess, right now. And they, they, just, they just took it to Toronto in Toronto, and they came back and you know, were able to win in Florida. And they just they – just, really played well i mean it's 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 kind of you know the hockey playoffs are so different how in the world did boston lose in the first round yeah after all those wins but they did yep it's uh it, it's crazy every year and we talked about this uh on friday it seems like hockey the seating that, that's the sport the playoff format where the seating matters the least and even home ice sometimes uh seems to not matter at all uh bb uh what else you guys got cooking at wnct channel nine what else uh, other sports you following this week we got Lenore Community College knocked off Pitt in the semifinals of that Region 10 Division II tournament yesterday, and they actually won against. So they played in the championship game today, and they were way up, so they're probably going to win that championship. So Garrett Short went down to Moorhead City today to cover that force, so he'll have that force later on tonight at 6 o'clock, so we're hoping the Lancers hang on for that. Uh, and then we got the first, uh, first rounds of the softball and baseball championships coming up Tuesday. Wednesday now we got East Carolina Old Dominion Baseball. 
And then we'll go to round two for the softball and the baseball. Plus, we'll keep an eye on the hurricane. So, should be a good week. Good stuff, BB. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll check in with you later. Have a good week, man. Sounds good. You too. If you missed the Brian Bailey Show, we'll be available uh, via radio coming up at 6 o'clock, or you can go back on YouTube, Facebook Live, watch it at your own leisure as he talked to East Carolina pitching coach Austin Knight. We've got the Players Lounge, Delcor Players Lounge coming your way. Hours 2 and 3 of today's show. We'll talk to Lane Hoover coming up at 4 o'clock and Josh Moylan at 5 o'clock. We've got some audio issues right now going on on youtube and facebook live that we are working on so hope to get those rectified very very soon all right let's take a break when we return we'll wrap up hour number one of pirate radio live got a lot more to go on a monday back with you after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Wood Ducks baseball is back, and single game tickets are now on sale. And get yours today by calling the front office at 252-6435-305. Uh, visit them online at woodducksbaseball.com to check out schedules for games, giveaways, theme nights, and post-game fireworks. The Wood Ducks hope to see you out at Historic Granger Stadium all season long. Go Woodies! Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Just writing a message to our uh, YouTube and Facebook audience. Hello. Hello, everyone. You can't hear us, but we are on Facebook. And uh, wait a minute. No, no. Okay. Uh, But you can find us on the radio side of things and online, PR927FM.com. We will talk to Lane Hoover coming up at four o'clock. Also, Josh Moylan uh, coming up at five. Uh, Austin, we're not going to do that today. We're going to save that for another day or until we get our audio working. We're going to save the roast uh, for another day. All right, so um, wrapping up our number one of today's show. Chandler, let's get an update. What are you doing wrong over there? Got, yes, got a question mark. <laughs> oh, he's trying to get it figured out. He's trying to get it fixed in there. So you know what? Time for me to just take over. In tough times, you have to rise to the standard. And that's what I'm going to do in here. That's exactly what I'm going to do right now on Pirate Radio Live. What do you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, you can't hear me. So I have to interact with myself. (laughs) This is fun. This is great. This This is exactly what I want to be doing on a Monday. I can tell you that I will be asking Lane Hoover questions coming up at four o'clock and figuring out how his weekend went in cincinnati oh i got a guest oh good shirley rhodes is going to join me in studio finally we can get that one-on-one with shirley rhodes that everybody's been clamoring for (laughs) shirley how you doing i'm doing good i'm uh 
trying to get in this chair without it running away from me. I figured I'd give you a hand. Chandler's uh, desperately trying to uh, work in there. Did did you get it fixed, Chandler? Uh, maybe not. Maybe I don't not. know. He threw his hands up. I'm no. not sure if he got it, but he's he's working on it. Shirley, if you were called out of the softball booth mm-hmm. while you were PAing and said there is a new rule where the PA announcer can be added as an extra hitter Ooh. if the game goes into 15-plus innings, and you walk up to the dish before you leave the PA booth. What song are you telling them to play for your walk-up song? Oh, uh, till we I back, collapse. Baby. We're back. We are back. Till I collapse. Who's that by? Eminem. Slim Shady. Marshall Mathers. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Shirley, collapse on back to your seat. <laughs> But I would love to say. I mean, I came over here to help you out. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, but I want to say thank you uh-huh. for what you just did. You saved me and you saved the show. You All should right be then. proud about that. Yeah, but you uh, just told me to collapse on the way back. Uh, collapse on uh, back to your did seat. You, did you already read uh, Austin's comment on YouTube? I said we weren't going to do it until we were back on audio. All right, we're back. All right, Austin says no audio on YouTube. He said Shirley must have fallen asleep on the job again. Charlie, relax. Charlie, stop. Relax, Charlie, relax. Hey, Austin. Relax. Know your role and shut your mouth and stay in your own lane. You jabroni. All right, we are back. Good to hear. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Jamie, Alex. And thank you, Shirley, for saving the show. As I was like a fish out of water flopping around, I couldn't interact with my internet peoples. I ran out of topics for hour one. I'm sorry. I couldn't I, I talk to Chandler. I heard you talking to me. Probably one of the worst feelings in the world is hearing your best friend, Clip Brock, talk to you and want a conversation with you. We're not best friends. And <laughs> But go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I, I just, I wouldn't say we're best friends. Wait, do you consider me your best friend? I did. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, uh. Anyway. Take uh, the show there, Clip. Awkward. Um. Uh, um, I would say a worse feeling is me <laughs> trying yeah, to talk well, to you. So, um, change of plans on the worst feeling in the world. Probably the worst feeling in the world is thinking that you're best friends with Clip Rock. And then on live radio, <laughs> basically saying we're not best friends. Uh, we, but before that, it was hearing Clip wanting to talk to me. Yeah. And wanting to have a conversation with me, and there was nothing I could do about it. Come and talk to me. Do, 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 do. Get in your questions for Lane Hoover and Josh Moylan now on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We got Hoove coming up in just a moment. What an hour it's been. We had a very productive segment one where we laid out everything to you baseball, softball, talked about the playoffs going on. Talk to Brian Bailey. That's when things went south. Lost our audio. Couldn't hear a darn thing. Oh, I thought about doing charades. And this was going to be my charade. My, um, what am I, what am I doing here? All right, I got a ball here. I threw the ball. And now I'm pointing. Upward. There was a video I saw. And I can't remember the pitcher's name. Can I ask this question? Is it a pitcher? 
No, it's not a a person's name. It's it's like an action. It's like a it's two words. Pop up. Pop up. <laughs> what do you what is pop? What do you mean pop? Uh fly out. Fly ball. All right, what am I doing? You're throwing. throwing. Yeah. Throwing up. Uh, throw, yeah. Oh, you're throwing up? Throw up, yeah. Uh. Throwing up. Which is what I felt like I was doing on the show and I couldn't talk to anybody. Just just verbally. Uh oh, Mike P said You know, this might have been on Mike P's end. He said when the audio went out I threw away my whole computer, <laughs> bought a new one, and now it works. Yeah, it was something wrong with Mike's computer. All Mike's fault. Which caused everyone to not be able to hear us here on the show. So Mike, way to go. Your new computer works and it has solved everything. Well done, sir. Well done to you. Congrats to Craig who got the uh, charades. He won the charades contest. Craig, today. way to go, man. Says throw up. Good for you. As uh, yeah, we're gonna next time the audio goes out, we're just gonna play charades in here for our Facebook and YouTube audience. I guess we still got to do something for our fantastic radio audience as well. Uh, next time that happens all right let's take a break when we return we'll go inside the delcor players lounge still to come on today's show lane hoover isaiah winstead and josh moylan a big monday edition of pirate radio live pirates coming off a sweep got odu coming up wednesday that's right if you missed it we mentioned it earlier no baseball on tuesday it'll be pirates and monarchs coming up wednesday at three o'clock in norfolk Lane Hoover joining us next on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make one-time donation and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Players Lounge Monday. If you need help with your heating, cooling, plumbing, you can call Delcor, the service professionals at 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com because why get it just done when you can get it done right with Delcor. Joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios, East Carolina outfielder Lane Hoover and Hoove, long time no see. How you been, man? I've been doing good. Um, It's always good to get on here after a sweep. Yes, sir. Feels really good. And first of all, uh, Lane, I asked you during the break, tell us about the travel. You had the travel from hell against Wichita State, but uh, things went a little better for you guys this time around? Yeah, it was actually, um, got back around 7 o'clock last night, so 
when you can play at one o'clock and uh get back at seven that's all always a uh, successful trip you know on the way back can't beat that so three wins a smooth trip and now the pirates uh will be back at it coming up on wednesday so you saw that today earlier today lane uh scheduled game with odu for tuesday has been moved to wednesday so get a little extra time in between games uh how is that how can you use that to your advantage if you're east carolina yeah i honestly think that um give us another day for our pitchers to get rest because we, we we did throw a lot of guys um throughout the weekend so um yeah i think uh we can use that to our advantage let's look at that game three against cincinnati lane and then you talk about using pitchers and man wyatt lunsford shankman going five innings although you look at his pitch he only threw 40 pitches uh faced 15 batters got them all perfect five innings and as you're trying to rally make a comeback and win the game when you got him going out there going one two three that's got to be huge for your uh, your defense and also huge for you guys uh, as hitters as well yeah i mean when you're getting your defense off their feet and back in the dugout as quick as you can um that really helps out the hitters a lot i mean was that less than 10 pitches uh per inning yeah. right there so um yeah it was really good he he pitched awesome in both of his uh appearances no one of those uh outs was i believe right after you moved into left field a line shot to you and you're able to get that one and uh you, you didn't have a lot of time to think on that one right yeah it had a lot of top spin but um the ball's they say it's a lot but the ball really it finds you when you if you move positions or come into the game and um that's what happened yeah uh and lane your hardest hit maybe your ecu career ends in a double play for east carolina what a weird situation that was one on and uh you're up and if the situation wasn't what it was at first it probably would have been a triple for you instead it ends in a double play and the ball almost going through the first baseman's glove uh you saw did you see a replay of it on tv yeah have you seen it i went back today and saw it like three quarters of the ball is through (laughs) the glove and uh, that's just one of those bad breaks for you yeah i mean it's very unfortunate but you know all you can do is hit the ball hard and um you know if unfortunately that happened like that and in top of the ninth as well but um yeah all you can do is hit the ball hard and um that's the game you know that's how it goes you're better off lane hitting one of those choppers and just legging it out yeah I might stop well. hitting the ball so hard that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> how did do you uh did you get a number on the exit velocity on that one when i was listening to it today the announcer said 109 110 <laughs> i mean i mean I, I mean that's impressive i don't know if i believe that because i don't know if i ever hit a ball that hard but um <laughs> uh I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, just where the the first baseman basically uh, called it as a safety measure. I uh, didn't have any other choice uh, but to catch that one and uh, and double up. But the Pirates able to win it later on and uh, get out of there with a sweep. And look, you, you'll take any win on the road. You can get Lane. You, your numbers uh, as a team at home way better than the numbers on the road. So how did it feel to go out and pick up three road wins this weekend? Man, a sweep on the, on the road for us was um, – really big for us you know we haven't been that great on the road but um when you can go to cincinnati and take three games um we'll take that any any day um so it was very big for us and uh we're going to we're take going to take this momentum into um wednesday and man that is six and oh against the bearcats this year and you look at what cincinnati has done not against east carolina uh, they would be like near the top of the league if they didn't have to play you guys. So you have had their number, but they have been very good outside of their games against ECU this year. Yeah, I would. I will say you can't look at Cincinnati's record. Um, 
they do play better than what the record is and they're a good quality team and um you know they really always you know played us tough you know throughout the years lane uh, i got some questions for the pitchers next time i see them from a, a listener about their field and their mound and everything as a position player I, I don't know how different is it than playing from you know the grass on clark or claire yeah I, I actually do like turf um really the hops is it's really insane <laughs> uh a line drive you know to the outfield can go right over your head you know so um but we get there you know the day before on like thursday you know we play on friday and um we feel it out and you know we see what all these hops are doing and um stuff like that but you know i, I like playing on turf just as much as i like playing on graph grass it don't you don't really bother me yeah all the same to you how about uh playing balls off the wall and when you go uh to road venues are you able to get some of that work in as well yeah we do that on thursday as well we um we uh hit balls off the wall and you know like the um fence in cincinnati the ball just hits the wall and just goes straight down so um yeah we do all that stuff on you know the day before and um you know fill it out all right how about uh how about dugouts lane are all dugouts created equal or are there better road dugouts than others and if so what's your favorite dugout and least favorite road dugout you've been in yeah i mean cincinnati actually does have a good dugout it's usually it's, it's, it's pretty big um yeah those smaller dugouts they can get you uh you don't really know where to put your stuff all the time and um but yeah cincinnati's dugout was actually really good um they had a nice uh, locker room for us in there too um so yeah always bigger the dugout is always better all right so uh you approve cincinnati's uh baseball facilities i know you want to hit one off that ugly uh basketball building they got back yeah there. i know I want to so bad. <laughs> Did you get one in BP maybe or anything? Uh, no? I came close. Yeah. It was a couple off the wall. So. There you go. All right. Lane Hoover joining us. If you got a question for Lane, you can get that in, and uh, we will ask him as the Pirates get ready for ODU coming up this week on Wednesday and then back home against Memphis. And uh, Lane, are you aware of the conference standings right now? Yeah, I am. You know Houston yeah. is a half game up on you guys. You mm-hmm. got to play one game better than them to win the AAC regular season. And Williams asking, you know, after the dominance you guys have had in the league, do you feel any added pressure trying to catch Houston? Is that something you're thinking about with these two weekend series left? Um, no, I don't think so. I think we're just going to keep on doing what we're doing. Um, and, you know, I think the rest will just take care of itself. Um, I'm honestly – not sure how that works out with the Houston and Wichita game on Sunday. I guess it got rained out. Yeah, it's um, uh, they're not going to make that up, okay. I believe. Yeah, I don't really know how all that works, but um, yeah, I, we're just going to continue what we're doing. Um, we got to take care of business ourselves, and um, you know, just keep on keep on going. Um. Oh, good question, Jamie. I haven't talked to you in so long. I forgot that uh, I haven't talked to you since you've been on Sports Center with. Uh, and look, you guys have made a habit of robbing home runs this year you've had two right yep two. Yeah. yeah uh the one the most recent one was just the thing of beauty arm over the wall so how cool was that and let me ask you this first lane when i'm growing up in the 90s being on sports center was the end all be all now there's like youtube and like tiktok and everything's on video is it still as cool to be on sports center in 2023 as it was back when i was a kid uh, what was that like for you yeah i mean it's first time i've ever been on top 10 
So it, <laughs> it is, it's like a dream of mine. Like my dream of mine is always hit a walk off and always rob a home run, you know? So, um, yeah, it, it's special to me. That's yeah. awesome. Shirley, do we, uh, can you load that cut up the lane, a robbed home run? Can we hear that again? Do you have it ready? If not, can you load that for us? Cause I want to hear the, uh, I think the announcer just said, wow, like 20 times basically <laughs> as lane got up and got over the wall lane. If you were like three inches taller, you, I mean, you'd be playing basketball with your hops. I know my didn't have the best genetics, but I mean, I- my mom and dad gave me good hops and uh, good speed, I guess. So I'll take that. Speaking of uh, genetics, Denny Hoover does have a question. Oh, boy. Ask Lane and Josh what has been their favorite places to eat on the road in the last few years. Uh, so when you think about your top three, top five uh, road venues, Lane, uh, where where would you say? I mean, I'll tell you what. When we stay at these hotels, these hotels have phenomenal food. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, honestly, Cincinnati was really good. Um Tulane, their their hotel was good, you know. So now, do you get like Nola specific food? Like, uh, so some nights we'll get like restaurant food, then some nights the the hotel will make it. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> man, in Cincinnati they made this good barbecue, and um, you know, Eastern North Carolina style, or what? it was it was the more sweeter. Okay, kind ten of four. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I like both, but um, I know there's a good lot political of, answer. Uh, yep, I know there's a lot of controversy on that. So <laughs> I ain't gonna go too far with that. All but, right, um, I tell you what, these hotels we go to, um, their their food is actually really good. All right, uh, did you try the Skyline Chili? Have you tried that in Cincinnati? No. Okay. No. Is it good? I've never had it. Oh. It's what noodles and um chili and just a mound of cheddar cheese i believe mm, yeah. that's pretty much it do we got the uh, highlight charlie lane hoover robbing a home run sports center top 10 all right college baseball to lane east carolina and brennan lambert flies one to left field lane hoover comes from center wow oh, lane. wow wow Whoa. oh my goodness wow all you can say is wow. And Lane has a lot of experience jumping over that wall with all the jungle jumps you've made too. So Yeah, I gotta give credit to the the jungle the jungle. So um before and after the game, usually if I'm playing left field, I do jungle jumps. So gotta give gotta give credit to them. Yeah, you kinda know the timing, right? Because yeah. like when you make a catch like that, there's athleticism involved, but also knowing where you are being aware of how close you are all that stuff so a lot goes into it right yeah and that's what i love about our field um i like the shorter fences you know and i think that should be a little bit more popular than it is because <laughs> um, i think i think it's always cool you know to rob a home run so yeah all right uh lane is a big shorter fence advocate <laughs> uh for everyone out there designing a new ballpark yeah. make sure you uh you get those shorter fences we will uh get to some more of your questions if you have one you can get it in on facebook live youtube or twitter for lane hoover and josh moylan let's uh take a break we'll have more with big hoove when we return pirate radio live here on a players lounge monday presented by delcor you uh got a question or a concern about your heat cooling plumbing Delcor can get it taken care of. The service professionals are on call, 321-8868, or you can visit DelcorInc.com. More to go with Lane Hoover when we return. Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has the answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. I was just checking Lane on the NBA Draft Lottery. It is coming up next Tuesday. That's when the Hornets will shock the world, get the number one pick, draft that Victor guy, and get back into the playoffs. So can't wait for that, right? That's exactly right. (laughs) That's about the only shot we have to get in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Uh, By the way, NBA playoffs coming up tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Knicks at Heat game uh, four of that series with Miami leading two games to one and Lakers and Warriors game four tonight. Lakers a 2-1 series lead. Uh, You've been watching the NBA playoffs or Hurricanes at all Lane? Honestly not not with all this traveling I haven't but um, you know we'll see Um, I don't know I don't really know how I want to win. Yeah Hornets are out. Doesn't yeah, really matter to yeah, you. Yeah. And you hadn't got the hockey fever at all with the Canes. No, and I'm trying to, because um, I really want to get into hockey. So, um, but go Canes. Here's a reason why to get into it, which I do during the playoffs, because we are both Hornets fans, mm-hmm. and we never have anything to watch in April and May. So you might as well get into something, right? Uh, I mean, we keep an eye on the Braves, yeah. as they won their series against the O's. Yep. Uh, but, you know, regular season baseball this time of the year, it's great that the Braves win. But uh, I would say try to hit your wagon to the Canes. It makes for a, a fun May. Yeah, I'm definitely going to take a look into that. And you are, uh, what are you, a Panthers guy? Yep, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you think about Bryce Young? Are you excited? Yeah, uh, yeah, I really like that pick. Um, I was either thinking him or, um, uh, you know, CJ. So, um, But, yeah, either one is, you know, very, very quality. All right. You got a question for Lane. You can get that in. You said your your dream was hitting a walk-off home run or robbing a home run. I'm going to make this statement. I'm going to say Lane Hoover, the only player in the country to have multiple home runs and robbed home runs this season. Yeah, it might be. I think I think that I'm I'm saying that as a fact without knowing all the facts, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure Lane Hoover is the only one in the country. If anybody can correct me on that, feel free. But I bet you can't. Uh, Nick says, "What's better, robbing home runs or hitting bombs?" Well, you know, since I don't hit bombs much, <laughs> um, I tell you what, robbing home runs is honestly, I ain't gonna lie, it's sick. Uh, I, I do. It's pretty cool, especially when you've got your arm beyond the fence, right? Yeah. Like that's legit. Yeah. Like that ball was gone, but you took it back. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty cool moment. How about, uh, and we talked about Wildlands for Shankman a moment ago, fourth Pirate pitcher to win the Pitcher of the Week award mm. for the team this year. You've had Spivey, Groves, and you Savage uh, going into this. Now Wyatt joins that group and uh, says a lot about your pitching this year, Lane. Yeah, I mean, they're they're doing their job, you know. Um, so 
hopefully they can keep it up but man they've been doing an outstanding job this year saw a lot of jake hunter uh starting last year he has found his role now well he's got different roles uh he pitches during the midweek uh, we see him on the weekend and the team dancer during an opposing team pitchers change so uh, he's got a lot of roles with the team yeah i guess you could say he can do a little bit of everything (laughs) how fired up do you get when you see hunter doing his moves and he's only got a few moves yeah but he does them well yep i mean um you know whatever gets the crowd into it you know so um i honestly wouldn't have thought about him being you know the typical dancer kind of guy but yeah hey man it, it gets the crowd into and it. now it seems like he's almost forced into it he has to run from the bullpen down to the dugout and he does whatever this is yeah. i've seen him hit a sprinkler mm-hmm. gritty i believe yeah he's got like a rotation of four or five go-to moves yeah he he enjoys it if you were asked to be in that spotlight, what would be your go-to dance move? Uh, probably like the cha-cha or something. Okay. Like, what is that? Well, I like to move my hips because <laughs> the hips don't lie. So, um, All right, Shakira. Yeah, yep, yep. The Hoover hips. Yep. There you go. Chandler, your thoughts on that? hips don't lie yeah got the hoover hips and clip of the hippo (laughs) (laughs) the two-man dance team that nobody wants and you're not gonna get it folks all right um wish i had my phone on me bryce williams will be here tuesday pirate radio outdoors and he got him a big turkey big old turkey a big turkey Turkey this weekend so he's fired up are you a huntsman lane nah but i'm a fisherman you're a fisherman okay an outdoorsman yep especially down there at you know i live close right there about 15 minutes from lake norman okay so um yeah i love to fish all right um i'm dropping you off in the middle of the woods we'll say lakeside so that way uh you can take care of the the fishing duties who is an outdoorsman who who, what teammate would you want to be dropped out in the middle of the wilderness with so you can survive cam clonch all right so he does the the hunting the outdoor stuff yep he does a little bit of everything y'all can survive a month you think yeah definitely good old country boy um yeah all right definitely cam clonch all right good deal uh denny hoover says the hoover maneuver (laughs) yep yep. did you get your uh your your hips your dancing from your folks as well yep my uh (laughs) my dad claims that he can dance a little bit all right um, and he likes to rap a little bit (laughs) okay he likes to do a little shaggy you know shaggy yeah so uh every time i leave now seemingly from clark leclerc i hear a clip of the hippo from a distance and it's uh your pops yeah i actually met your parents uh god it was the night that the game got rained out uh it was that friday night and um i was walking by this car i noticed there's this couple in the car just sitting there and i just heard hey that's chandler from pirate radio and i turned i was like hey how you doing He's like, and as soon as I saw them, I was like, this has to be Lane Hoover's yeah. parents. And he was like, I'm Denny Hoover. And I'm like, I, I thought so. So it was cool meeting your parents. I would have yeah. sat there and talked longer, but it was raining. I was like, I got to get out of here. But, yeah, my yeah. dad can get to talking. <laughs> Mom's a little bit more quiet, but honestly, I don't know about that, actually. Very nice folks. And Dude. you're right. They could not deny that Lane no. wasn't their child. <laughs> no, no it's, doubt. Uh, it's all over them uh julia hoover says i love jake and the dancing lane should try it one day when they're winning get, get the hoover hips out there yeah 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 you never know we'll see 
actually. We'll see. I want to see it before you leave uh, East okay. Carolina. Uh, Craig says, Boombastic needs to be your new walk-up song in honor of your dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe with your dad rapping the lyrics to Shaggy's Boombastic. Here's a good question from Craig. What's the worst baseball advice you have ever received? Hmm. The worst? <laughs> yeah. Um, probably elevate and celebrate. <laughs> okay, what does that mean? Um, you know, get, you know, try to get under the ball. Hoof, enough of the, the ground balls through the infield. Yeah, I know, right? Let's start seeing some launch angle. Just take big hacks up there every at bat. Yeah. You might find yourself on the bench <laughs> if you uh, yeah. start doing that. Yep, yep. All right, so there's the uh, the worst advice. Good question, Craig. I'm yep. going to ask that to everybody. I'll ask that to Moylan as well coming up. Um, oh, man. Guys, I had an old man moment last night that almost made me cry. I mm-hmm. thought about it because Josh uh, comes in with the glasses sometimes. So I'm looking. It's a double old man moment. I can't eat pizza or um, any kind of marinara now without some Tums at the end of the meal. Mm. I'm looking at the back. I don't know why it's sitting up there on the uh, the tray in front of me. I'm looking at the back of the Tums, and the small font is blurry. And I'm like, oh, no. My whole life. Never wore contacts, never wore glasses. And my wife says, here, put on these readers and see what it looks like. It is crystal clear, clear as day. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, God, my sight's going. Just uh, just sometimes you get these old moments. Lane, you need to appreciate your youth, your leaping ability while you have it, because <laughs> it's not always going to be there, man. Yep. Oh, I hear you. Uh, bad advice, elevate and celebrate. Good advice, don't take your youth for granted yep i'm thankful for that while while uh, you know i'm still I'm 22 so. <laughs> yeah you got a long ways to go yeah you're doing good okay. me i'm falling apart i'm sorry about it Cliff. that's all right man thank you yep. it's going to be okay we're all going to get through this together yep. uh let's see more questions from lane you can get those in facebook and youtube um that stadium looked like crab were they batting off doormats <laughs> okay that's not more of that's a more of a comment than a question there uh let's see do you aim away from the big wall tarp in center field because of home runs not getting through there <laughs> i don't uh, that's the question i don't know i don't know here's one for you lane when the, do they do you face a shift at all i honestly it's probably a couple times I ever faced yeah. a shift. Yeah. I always see, and I know the answer, to this, but why doesn't a batter just drop down a bunt or a little, you know, little dribbler down the left and, and get on first base? Well, it's easier said than done, right? Sure is. But I will say this, that uh, top of the ninth on Saturday, I want to say it went base hit, bunt, mm-hmm. bunt, mm-hmm. infield single, and then Wilcoxon said, enough of this, let's hit a grand slam. Yep. But two perfectly executed bunts there in that scenario. Yep, um, I believe uh, they had the, they were in the shift and Moreland laid down a a good drag bunt, and then um, behind him was uh, Carter Cunningham laid another drag bunt. So um, yeah, and then J Dub got his swing golf. So. <laughs> opposite field. Uh, we saw a few opposite field home. Uh, um, Starling hit one. Yeah, Oppa. Yeah, as well. Just kind of put the bat out there. Yeah. Boom. Ball yeah. goes. All right, uh, let's see. Is Lane down with Skyline? We found out he did not try the Skyline Chili. Al says you got those ups from dunking on Ryder Giles. Any truth to that? (laughs) 
couple short yeah. guys going yeah. at it. Yeah, me and Ryder used to play, um, you know, indoor basketball because we lived together. So we had our little hoop. So we just tried to dunk on each other, play <laughs> all the time. So uh, I think Ryder's doing pretty well at Kentucky. I think they're having a good year. So yeah, good for our old friend yep. Ryder Giles. Yep. Uh, let's see. Good question from Jamie. Who in this grind of a season? It probably depends on where you are in the season, but does it feel like it's long or short? Like, how do you feel when you're in the middle of a, a baseball season? I think it's, you know, it's just, I think it's flown by for me, um, especially these last five years. It's it's literally just a blink of an eye. Yeah. It's, you're, you know, you're five years deep into your um, college career. So, um, it's flying by, and I, I wish it would slow down. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, it feels like it is flying by. Yeah, and uh, coming to an end. So, yeah. got to take advantage of every game. Um, what do you do as far as game film goes? Uh, do you go over the film, uh, or does Coach Godwin uh, talk with you as a team? What do you do when it comes to watching your ABs and stuff like that? Yeah, so um, before the game, we usually have a thing called the hitters meeting, and um, we have film of a – you know the starter and um we just go over you know what he what he throws and stuff like so that. you go over the opposing pitcher how about after games though do you watch your at bats yeah um I, yeah I, you i would usually you know before i go to bed at night um go look over my bats and you know go look over at um other guys at bats and um you know see see what they were seeing and you know you know help them and you know can constructive criticize myself Mm -hmm. you know too um but yeah um usually after games i do go look at my bats and uh see what i can work on and um good or bad all right atticus says who is your favorite all-time hornet Mm, that's a really really good question um man i was a fan of kimba walker um he had a really good career in charlotte yep um but that's really that's honestly when I was really into, you know, the Hornets, and I, obviously I still am. But man, they're not I, giving you much of a reason to these days. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, Kimba Walker was my favorite, um, just because you know he was you know shorter, and but he could shoot, he could he could dribble, and always. Not only was he a great player, he was always available, and it just seemed like he took it as serious as us fans. You know, sometimes you, uh, guys. You don't know if their heart's in it all the way. Like you didn't have to think about that with Kimba. Like yeah. he wanted to win every yeah. single play. Yeah, exactly. And he was he was clutch too. Yep, Kimba clutch. Yep. All right, uh, Chandler, is that your favorite as well? Are you going Big Al? Who's your all time favorite? I, no, I, Kimba's mine. But if 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 someone was to say like non Kimba, Al Jefferson, Big Al, yeah, Al, Al Jefferson was so fun to watch in the post. Yep. Gerald Wallace was good. But. I was gonna say, are you old enough to like the one man Bobcat team? Basically, yep, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> and he just like I mean, they called him Crash because he went so dang hard every play yep. that he would injure himself to get a bucket or to take a charge or whatever. So, Gerald, I I'm still shocked like his numbers not hanging in the rafters or something. I know he's not like an NBA top 100 player of all time, but for Charlotte, he's like yeah. all they had it's for like years. Okafor too. Back in, you know, Bobcat era. Rookie of the year. Yeah. All right. I know we're, a little bit. We're going down the yeah. Charlotte. Unfortunately, <laughs> Lane, you're too young to remember, like, and I know LJ and Zoe, but even uh, Glenn Rice was really good. 
uh, mm. back in his when he played for Charlotte. Dale Curry. Dale Curry, legend. Now, Muggsy, if you want to go Muggsy, further back. Yeah. Uh, all right. Todd says, what do you like to do away from baseball? Well, you mentioned fishing. You're also an avid sports fan, watcher. So what what yeah. other things do you like? Um, I do like to play PlayStation. <laughs> what, are, what are your games? Um, Fortnite and um, the show. I like to play baseball. MLB the show is awesome. I haven't played, yep. I think, the last two years, but... Man, I was addicted to that during uh, COVID. Yeah. We were in an online league. And I love uh, Netflix as well. Watching the uh, Night Agent right now. Okay. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah. Pretty wild. It Any is. other recommendations? Uh, not right now. All right. Um, I started The Diplomat this weekend. Okay. And. Yeah. 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 I, I, I've only been, I haven't got through the first whole episode yet, so I'm going <laughs> to give it a shot. There you go. But uh, start out a little slow, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah all right um jamie this is not a good question do you think jordan as an owner has helped or hurt the hornets well i'm an mj fan um i don't know if he's you know the best owner there's only one answer to this lane it hasn't worked out whether you're a fan or not yeah i'm yeah (laughs) yeah i was trying gonna beat around the bush (laughs) i guess let's just face it (laughs) facts are the facts uh, good question from Craig. This is a good old man question. Do you guys still play Pepper? Yep, yep. All right. I played the other day in, uh, actually the other day in Cincy, um, Friday morning. Good question. Yep. Good to hear Pepper is still alive uh, from the old days. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Julia, Miss Hoover says, ask what happened to the glove yesterday. I think, is that what we were talking about earlier? Yeah, that's... The first baseman's glove? Yeah, where it got stuck in the glove. Lane got him a... Uh, I think he should have to give you that glove, the busted glove, for you to hang on the wall. Yeah, you I, busted another man's glove. Yeah, um, actually, Ryan Nicholson. He's I played a I get against him a lot. Oh yeah, you know, while at Cincinnati, so I do talk to him some, and um, you know, he's a good competitor. He can hit the ball well, so um, he's actually, you know, kind of friends. Good. I, ask him if you can have that glove when yeah, he's done yeah, with it. Yeah, because he. I mean, I don't know if it's still functional yeah. after Lane's. <laughs> exit velocity got a hold of it all right uh robert says any after lingering effects from the georgia southern face crush well that's a great question robert yeah um not really um i do at times get um block jaw where my jaw gets stuck sometimes mm. but it's easy it's easy like you just pop it a little bit and uh-huh. what's it? i think it's called um i want to say tmj where you're your jaw cracks a little bit okay i'm gonna call it tmi because right now i am uh, sorry yeah. a little queasy on yeah, that. yeah um no nah, that's really about <laughs> it um you know i still got all that metal in my face and it's it's going to be in there forever but um so like i had jury duty a couple weeks ago you have to walk through a metal detector if you walk through one yeah uh well i have titanium in my face and my collarbone so um i honestly don't catch it so you're like a superhero <laughs> do you have any powers um I guess I can jump a little bit. <laughs> you have the power of leaping, the leaping ability. Man, that's crazy. But as far as like negative effects or whatever, well, the lock jaw is one thing, but yeah. no pain or anything. Nah, like that. nah, everything's good. Yeah. You are a warrior, uh, Lane Hoover. You've been through it. And hey, uh, been able to be healthy this year. Yeah. That's good, right? Yeah, I'm very thankful for that. Good, really. good stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brody says, yawning's got to be terrifying. Yep, yep. Good point, Every, Brody. There's times where I yawn where my jaw, oh, dear. jaw just crack. It's, it's, but it, it don't hurt me at all. It's just the way, it, you know, 
when they had gave me that surgery you know it's just the, it's the way it goes when you got you know metal in your face <laughs> uh jack and the boys on youtube says hoover man i love the uh when lane gets a big hit drives in a run or something and uh the crowd gets the hoover chant going yeah uh, you gotta love it too right yeah i ain't gonna lie it does um give me chills at times that's awesome um, yeah i'm very thankful for pirate nation a fan favorite and always will be lane hoover <laughs> all right uh let's see i thought i saw something else. oh jamie says one of your superpowers is hitting ground outs but being safe at first yep i guess you could i guess that's a could be a superpower i guess um you know just chop it in the ground and put your head down and run <laughs> all right eric says which one is worse adam morrison or kwame brown <laughs> wow wait a man that's well <laughs> well the hornets didn't draft kwame so that's not on us that's a washington wizards problem yeah. oh but it is a mj problem <laughs> now okay i think that's what he's saying yeah do you have an answer for that no i mean no nah, i ain't gonna comment really <laughs> okay adam, adam morrison be was uh could be three feet from the basket and airball it <laughs> <laughs> had a great college career though no he did fantastic all right now people are talking about these guys uh, eric says at least morrison had a shot at being larry bird light uh his name should never be in the same sentence with larry bird Brody says Morrison looked like an 80s serial killer. All right. Good stuff, guys. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Ashley asks, who is Lane's fan, favorite fan in the jungle? Boy, you could get in trouble for this one. Yeah, you I might know. want to be careful with this question. Man, I don't... You want to pass? Yeah, I'm going to pass. You can't um, ask that. I, I, I love the little kids in the jungle. All right. But, um, nah, the, the adults are really fun as well on that note can you think of a funny line what is the funniest thing hoove has heard from the jungle mm. i want to think a little bit on that one um now do our own fans have short jokes that, for you or is I that was, just for the road i was just about to say that um yeah there's there's you know some short jokes but they're you know they're it's like i don't know yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry. You can't think of a specific yeah. one? No, not really, All right. to be honest. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the MLB rules, uh, Brody asking? Pitch clock. Um, I'll tell you this, man. The, the games are flying by. I watched um, Orioles and Braves on Saturday, and I heard somebody make this comment. It, it was um, our guest that we had on from Peacock, MLB on Peacock. But you kind of start browsing at your phone, or you go – go in the other room grab a snack go uh talk to the the wife and daughter for a second and you come back instead of like two batters like in the old days being gone now like two innings are gone like it is fly. so what do you think uh have you been able to to watch a lot of mlb and if so what do you think about the new rules um i, I think the pitch clock has helped out um i do I, I do i don't mind it at all and uh you know it's it's became in the college level too where um you have 20 seconds to pitch the ball after you know every pitch or whatever um but no nah, i like it um, hadn't affected you much as a hitter no no okay. because i have the same routine no matter what so um yeah it don't really affect me um so yeah i, I don't mind it all right uh lane hoover joining us with the q a 
Ashley, by the way, says uh, that was a question from Ashley. Was a mom of one of the kids in the jungle? So okay. she was glad to hear you say. Yeah, uh, you like the great answer, Lane. There you go. Another one of his superpowers gets a tough question, but always has the right answer. <laughs> All right, Lane. Good luck this week, man. You get a. Uh, what do you guys have planned for Tuesday? Tomorrow, yeah, we're gonna get a good practice in, and um, we're gonna be ready to go after that for uh odu good deal and uh, we'll see you home this weekend and uh a good gift for the mother's day and the mother in your life will be a win on sunday yep, so that's right think about all the moms while you're out there yep. uh dropping bombs and robbing home runs on sunday hey clip uh, before we uh send lane on his way uh we put up a poll as to what uh lane's dance moves should be called oh uh, what's this on twitter uh actually it's across all platforms okay. but uh as of twitter right now we have 28 votes for our 28 total votes and in the lead is hoover maneuver the hoover maneuver the hoover maneuver so the hips are rolling mm-hmm. uh you should get some uh, titanium put in your hips just so you could say you have titanium <laughs> hips as well. That's right. Why uh, not? Good question from Mike uh, as we wrap it up here. Uh, no more school, right? Exactly. So uh, that's off your plate now. Mm-hmm. So what's a day without having to worry about that like for you? You can really just focus on baseball um, and relax. Um, yeah. So, you know, just enjoy enjoy the enjoy the time and the, the college life. <laughs> And uh, also, what, uh, what, what? One more question. What is your plan for life after baseball? What do you want to do? Yep, um, it's still up in the air. Um, so we'll see. Um, I thought about wanting to do something out, outdoors, like you know, be a be a lineman or something. But mm-hmm. um, you know, there's opportunities. Um, you know, I've got maybe an opportunity to be a tech consultant. So um, you know still unsure um so um yeah i'm just gonna focus on you know baseball right now but good idea um thankful that i can play it so and a lot of games left and a lot of important games left uh, on the schedule for east carolina lane thanks for hanging out with us man thanks clip when we return we will talk to a uh a former pirate on the delcor players lounge isaiah winstead signed a deal with the san francisco 49ers We'll uh, ask him where he was when he got the call and what's next for Zay when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. 
All right, a lot of great questions for Lane Hoover from our Facebook and YouTube audience. We'll have Josh Moylan in coming up in about 15 minutes or so. If you want to get some more questions in for Moylan, you can do so right now. Play an interview that I have with Isaiah Winstead on Saturday. was able to uh, come in and knock this interview out with Isaiah, who signed with the San Francisco 49ers last week. And let's hear that right now. All right, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Joining us, former ECU wide receiver, signed a deal with the San Francisco 49ers. He is Isaiah Winstead joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Isaiah, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Congrats. And, uh, and and let's talk about the timeline of events here that led to you signing with the 49ers, getting a rookie free agent deal. So, Isaiah, I guess first uh, – Let's let's go back to last week, and the the draft is wrapping up on Saturday. Um, are you you hearing from any teams at that point? What, what's going on uh, as the drafts wrapping up, and you got some of your teammates signing deals? Uh, how about you? What was happening on that last Saturday? Uh, I ain't really. I wasn't really getting uh, any phone calls or any texts uh, when the draft was over with. So like during the seventh round. You know, usually, you know, because everybody don't got a pick in the seventh round, so usually they'll be calling and telling you, like, you know, they want to offer you a deal or whatever, and I won't, I won't hear from anybody. So. I was uh, surprised at that. Uh, I know uh, Pirate fans, everybody was pretty surprised at that. How, how about yourself? And um, I will say I did text you over the weekend and uh, just kind of said, you know, keep grinding. And, and I, you had a great response. You, you said, hey, it, it, you know, it all happens for a reason. Uh, it's going to happen. And so uh, you certainly kept your head up, but uh, you had to be pretty surprised uh, not to get a call, right? Yeah, I definitely was surprised. I, I, I thought I was going to get drafted. I thought I was gonna get dropped in late round, um, but it ain't it ain't go that way, you know. It went how it was supposed to. Like I told you, <laughs> God don't make no mistakes, man. So I was I was definitely surprised. I'm not gonna lie about that. I was surprised, but you know, um, I got a, I got an opportunity now, so. Yep, you do, and uh, and before you got that opportunity, you put up a, a video on social media, and this was on uh, April 30th, which would have been, what, on uh, Sunday. So you put that video up of you just, uh, you know, roasting guys in practice, making plays, uh, doing all that, and I saw it hit a retweet, and then just about the whole world saw it. <laughs> a lot of retweets, a lot of views, and it ends up on SportsCenter. How did it uh, – did you see that coming, Isaiah? How shocked were you when it ended up, you know, making kind of national news? <laughs> no, I didn't – you know, on Sunday, like, I didn't just put that video together. That video been there. It's old. Like, I had that together since, like, um, probably, like, the couple months after the season like a month or two after the season. Like, this was way before even Pro Day. So I was just going through my phone, and I just posted it. You know, I just, I don't know. I don't know what made me post it. I just posted it. And it ended up going viral. And um, so the next day, it it was at, like, 1.5 million in one day. Yeah. So uh, Sports Center had sent my tweet to my Instagram. It was like, can we post it? And all that. So, like, you know, I'm like, of course, like, <laughs> You can you can post it, and after that it was it was over. With after that, it viral everywhere. Four point seven million views uh, at last check. Isaiah Winstead joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. So Isaiah, Wednesday night we're out at Sports Trivia, 
and uh, watching the the Hurricanes, watching a little ECU baseball, and then uh, we see the tweet um, where you post that you had signed with the 49ers, got a graphic and everything, and uh, and man, it was awesome. Uh, the kind of announced it on the microphone there at H.J. McMurphy's, and the, the room got hype, and uh, I know you were. So what, what did that, uh, where were you when you got that call? What was that moment like for you? Um, I was talking to my agent when I got the call, uh, and the 49ers was calling him, calling him back, because they had, uh, they had offered like a, a rookie mini camp. Um, invite, my agent was like, nah, we're going to, uh, so I, I had had a couple invites by now. And then my agent was like, nah, we're going to Atlanta, you know. Um, the only way to, for them to come there is if you, you sign them. So, uh, they called back eventually, and, you know, they was like, Isaiah 49 So, uh, I actually, before, uh, I actually got signed before I had posted it, like a, like a day before. But I just waited until uh, the next day to post it. And, okay. And when the 49ers had posted it on their uh, page, on their Twitter page. So it was it was exciting, though. You know, I ain't made it yet. You know, I haven't right. anything yet. You know, I still got to go make the team. But it definitely took a lot of weight off my shoulders, you know, from uh, rookie minicab invite and, uh, and signing. It's two different things, you know. Sure, yeah. So it's... You know, it's definitely it's definitely a blessing. You know, man, that's awesome, Isaiah. Uh, we're all happy for you. So, what's uh, what's next for you? When do you head out there and uh, and get going with the the camp? Um, I go uh, the next weekend. I think the eleventh. Um, rookie mini camp is three days, so the twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth, and then uh, we start OTAs, and then uh, I think we get a little break sometime in June. Yeah, I, I like the mindset. I know some guys that have, have gotten that, that mini camp invite or even, you know, signed a free agent deal with a team and and they, they got their jerseys on and, like, they, they feel like it's the end of the road. I knew even before I talked to you, you wouldn't feel that way. Your goal is to play and make plays on Sunday. So in one way, you, you, you got there, you got your foot in the door, but in another way, you still got a, a road to go, right? Like, this is not the end of the, the story. Yeah, definitely, you know, you just got to, I just stay humble with it, you know, like, I didn't went viral and all that stuff, but, you know, the same way you got it is the same way you can lose it. You can lose it just all, just like that, you know, so you got to just stay humble, man, like, you know, I ain't, like I said, I ain't doing nothing yet. I got to go out there, earn me a spot, special things, you know, it's a, it's a deep room. They got a lot of receivers, so I really got to go out there and make plays and do what I do, so I Isaiah, I saw you got you got a quote tweet from uh, from Dez Bryant. Uh, how do you know Dez? What was that? Uh, what was that about? <laughs> so he um, he had followed me when he had liked my tweet and followed me when I had, uh, when I went viral, and uh, you know I had DM'd him. And, you know we were talking there, and uh, after I had posted that I got the that I had got signed, he had he had quote tweeted it. So. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. Isaiah, um, you you know, you put together that tape. We saw what you did at East Carolina, but some of these teams, you know, they they, they look at what you did on, on Pro Day or in these drills, and I guess one knock on you would be what? The, the 40 time? Like, is that what you think kept you away from getting drafted, from, uh, from getting this deal earlier? I mean, what else? I, I can't really think of any negatives. I always say you're like the, the hardest working guy. Nobody's going to take it more serious. So there's got to be some blemish. Is that what teams say it is, I guess? Oh, I mean, I guess. I mean, I already, you know, I see I see all that, you know, in the comments sometimes on the NFL page and Sports Center, all that. But I know, you know, I know what I ran. I know how fast I am at. I know what I was testing at laser when we was um, training in Florida, you know, this the same way everybody else had their same exact times when they went to the combine and when they was training. It's the same way I know I had my time. I don't go from 4-5 laser. I was running 4-5 laser. You don't go from 4-5 laser to 4-7 hand time in one week. So I ain't really tripping about that. And I, yeah. I play fast. I know I play fast on the field. So, you know, I ain't, I ain't let that get me down or nothing. So I, I really don't know why the scouts, you know, didn't want to take a shot. But... You know, like I said, God made no mistake, so I'm here now. It played out how it played out. Yes, sir. And uh, where are you at right now, Isaiah? And where, where are you going to be until you head out to San Fran? I'm, at, um, I'm in Virginia, Richmond, Virginia. Gotcha. Yeah, and uh, and I guess the work never stops. I appreciate you uh, giving me a few minutes of your time. What do, what do you got planned? Uh, we're, we're recording this on Saturday, by the way, and the last time we talked to you was also on a Saturday. So Isaiah is, hey, during the work week, don't bother him. He's working. He's uh, he's working at his craft. So what's uh, what's the Saturday like for you? What you up to today? I just got back from um, from a workout. That's why I had told you uh, yeah. 12, 12.30. And then I got um, – I'm going to the field – at, uh, it was like a little speed sprint workout and stuff like that, and I'm going to the field at four. So after that, and then you know, in the playbook, that's every day, all day. So have have they sent you a playbook or, or things you need to kind of have ready for when you get to San Francisco? Yeah, they sent me like a you know an iPad that come with all yeah. the player formations and stuff like that. So I just been in that. I can't go to you know I can't afford to go to camp not knowing that stuff, especially I ain't get drafted. Right, yeah, you got to be ready to go. How how different is it from what you were doing uh, at ECU and uh, Toledo and other stops, the the plays and everything? Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's not too different. You know, it's just it's just different. It's just worded different, right? Stuff like that, you know. And it's a lot more. It's a lot more formations and stuff. You know, and the and the plays are a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, I, I just speaking overall, I'm, I'm a Kyle Shanahan fan, former assistant in Washington. And whether it's been RG3 or Matt Ryan or last year Brock Purdy, uh, that offense goes. It goes by the running game and it goes by great receivers, uh, of course, with Debo, Brandon Ayuk. But uh, I would imagine Kyle Shanahan's got some pretty extensive plays uh, in the arsenal. He is, uh, he's known as one of the best offensive coaches in the game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Exactly. They, they got some. They got some good plays and some good routes. Some routes that people wouldn't think is routes. <laughs> but, but, 
Yeah, they got they got a lot of stuff in there. Isaiah Winstead joining us. Isaiah, we're excited too, man. You know, we're pulling for you. I was really happy to see that on uh, on Wednesday night when I saw it on social media and uh, a lot of high fives and stuff. So yeah, we're rooting for you, man. But uh, you know it, not the end of the road. Still, uh, can't wait. To, uh, one day, I want to draft you in my fantasy league. That's my goal. Your goal is to make it. My goal is to draft you in fantasy. Is that, is that all right? Definitely. <laughs> hey, look, keep up the good work, Isaiah. We'll keep in touch with you. We'll let you get back to work, man. But thanks for joining us today. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. Isaiah Winstead joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. San Francisco 49ers signee. And uh, like you said, not the end of the road. Next goal, make the team and play on Sundays. Uh, let's take a time out when we return. Back inside the Delcor Players Lounge with Josh Moylan, Pirates. Coming off a sweep in Cincinnati. Get your questions in for Moylan. We got that coming up. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Firetower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes, the Chan Man. Clip Rock here, and we are joined by Pirate First Baseman Josh Moylan on the Delcor Players Lounge. Call 321-8868 or go to delcorinc.com if you have issues with your heating, plumbing, uh, or cooling needs. And uh, everybody get their AC right this time of year. The heat is coming. So uh, call Delcor, and then the service professionals will get you taken care of. Josh, congratulations. Great weekend. Pirates get the sweep over Cincinnati. Good to see you again. And Lane told us that uh, had some good travels this time, unlike Wichita. So that's good too, right? Oh, yeah. Much better than last time. I mean, last time we got stuck having to drive a bus for, I think it was six hours, seven hours, which was miserable and no water on the bus or anything. You're just sitting there sweating. But, uh, yeah, much smoother this time. All right, uh, Jamie has a, a question. So, uh, first thing I noticed when you walked in, I said, hey, cool worm shirt, Dennis Rodman. Uh, Jamie said, is that a Ray Charles shirt? And I got to ask you, Jamie, are you Ray Charles? How, how do you not see Dennis Rodman there? It's the, it's the worm. Where'd you get that shirt from? Uh, I saw it online the other day, and I was like, hey, you know what? Might as well get it. I thought the colors were cool, and I love Dennis Rodman, and all the guys on the team know. I, I read his book. I've got another shirt, actually, a white shirt, and then, uh, yeah, I'm a big Dennis Rodman guy. Do you have any tattoos, Josh? 
I do, I do, but they're in spots nobody can really see. You got one on my chest and back of my shoulder. All right, interesting. Okay, there you go. Uh, Jamie, you got Jamie's got a ton of questions. If you folks have questions, you can get them in YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, and we will pass those along. Josh, uh, looking at the stats, you were the team leader in triples last year. You are one down now to both Alec Makarevich and Luke Nowak, and you guys went crazy with the triples in Cincinnati. You had uh, one of your own this weekend. Yeah, and uh, honestly, you know, I might not be the fastest guy. Luke, I think, is the fastest guy on the team. But, uh, you know, I've said this before. You hit it in the right spot, uh, it'll work out. But, uh, yeah, kudos to those guys. Amac, I didn't know, had that many. That's uh, it's actually pretty impressive. Yeah, three for him to go along with his seven home runs. Josh, on the year, has uh, tied for the team lead in Dingers with nine with Jacob Jenkins Coward and has two triples on the year. When you hit a triple, Josh, you hit a triple out of the box. You got to get going immediately. You can hit a double and uh and maybe not get going right out of the box but you, you got to be huffing the whole way right oh yeah and honestly I, I didn't know if he was going to catch it center fielder started going back i'm like oh man like here we go and then uh i saw it bang off the walls like oh i got a shot at this thing and coach p's yelling at me around the first he's like get on three and i'm like oh well, might as well <laughs> I, I started going and i yeah i was safe slid in there head first and yep there's, there's a triple for me and you were hitting it well and it doesn't always show up uh that you're hitting it well right you uh had some bad luck early in that series yeah i mean it's tough i i did just about everything i could just put a good swing on it and they uh they happen to make a couple plays on it but you know that's, that's part of the game it'll it'll even itself out you'll uh have a couple bleeders fall in here and there but you hit a ball hard i mean the rest is up to the game and you know those were caught Josh Moylan joining us. Pirates get the sweep, and uh, an interesting sweep it was as East Carolina picks up the the extra innings win on Sunday, a 9-3 win on Friday. That, that Saturday game, you guys were able to get the lead, got some good pitching, and were somewhat cruising, but it was not out of reach or anything. And then in the ninth inning, you get base hit, and then I think you come up and you see where the defense is, drop down a beautiful bunt, get on first. Uh, Josh, was that a call from Cliff, or, or did you see something there and do that on your own? Yeah, I mean, Coach Palumbo and I had talked about it a little earlier in the game, and right before that at bat, he was like, you know, if they move all over, we might as well take it. It's right there. And then I got in the box, and the coach didn't give it on the card. You know, sometimes it will, but I got in the box, and I was like, all right, it seems like a good chance. So I just dropped down, and uh, luckily there wasn't anybody there. Just made it the first. Yeah, and and it's easy. Why not do that every time? Well, easier said than done, right? Uh, you got to be facing a, oh, a yeah. certain kind of pitcher, a certain kind of pitch, but everything worked out for you there. But not always easy to, to get that bunt down, right? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I, I think I have it a little bit easier than guys like Hoover or Nowak, who they expect to kind of be there, and they're right. playing defense according to it. But, you know, for me, it's – it's tough sometimes, especially because they like to work me in for that shift, and it's tough to get that drag over there when they're uh, working in a lot. But saw the right guy on the mound, got the right pitch, and uh, the rest took care of itself. Carter Cunningham liked it so much, oh, he yeah. did it himself. <laughs> uh, and then it went infield single, and then it went uh, blast by Wilcoxon to, to really uh, separate yourselves there. <clears throat> yeah, that was awesome. I mean, uh, it's always cool being on base for home runs because especially when you know off the bat, you can you know kind of take your time. But being on third, he hit that ball, and I went back to tag. Coach is yelling at me, come on, tag. And then I see it leave. I'm like, oh, man, that was pretty sweet. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, sitting there waiting for J-Dub at home. But, that yeah, that was a great swing, and I uh, kind of put the game away at that point. Josh Moylan joining us. Wind was a factor for you guys uh, here at home against north carolina and i can't the, the plays and games kind of run together josh there was a play and i don't remember if it was friday or wednesday you can tell me because you were involved where 
you end up catching a ball kind of behind you over your head amax all the way on your side of the field what game was that that was that was uh the friday game i believe okay yeah so was that a win deal just what what happened on that one uh that one was not a win deal that was uh ball got up in the air and amac i guess we talked about it after he thought he was behind the mound and <laughs> i was like well man you were kind of over by first base and then uh we're i mean we laugh about it now because i called it obviously yeah. you know it would be a little different if it fell in but yeah i think everybody at the same time was kind of like what's what's uh going on out there but yeah amac and i had a good laugh about that one so were you was he calling you off like that's my ball were you who was talking on that play i started calling it to begin with yeah. and then i heard him start calling it and i'm like well i don't think he'll come over here and then <laughs> last second i hear him go take it take it and then i catch it and look and he's like right next to me i'm like oh man that was, that was a close call i thought he was gonna run into me uh made the play that's all that matters and josh you played a good first base this year uh, fielding ground balls. I always talk to the pitchers about the play where they're covering the bag, and you guys, I can tell y'all work on it a lot because you make that look easy. Uh, but another part of fielding your position is pickoff throws. And I'll say this, as a first baseman played in Babe Ruth, I hated that. I hated, uh, I never knew where that ball was going to go when the pitcher threw it over. I think uh was landing in, got a guy this week. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. So um, how about that part of the game? You, you, sometimes those pitchers will throw it wild. Sometimes they'll set you up perfect, but uh, just another part of playing defense, right? Yeah, I mean, it, some guys, it's a little tougher than others. You know, you got a guy like Trey or Groves that can run the fastball up there, and they usually run it up there throwing over to first. So sometimes it gets a little tough with those guys, but you know, I, the way we set up now where I'm kind of turned the other way instead of a traditional setup at first makes it a little easier to handle the pickoff throws. And honestly, I like it. I mean, if we can steal an out with a pickoff, why not? So, uh, you know, kudos to Landon. You know, pretty good move there. We got the guy, and they went to review. He's still out. So that's a pretty big turn right there. Another uh, defensive play over at first, fielding the long hop, fielding the short hop. Jamie had a question about hops. Uh, as far as <laughs> turf versus grass, do you notice that? And does the ball come in any differently uh, on a hop situation there? Oh, yeah. Well, especially Cincinnati's turf, it's real bouncy. So anything really, once it hits, it's kind of shooting up. And the one AMAC threw to me that I picked, that one, like at our field, I believe that one kind of stays down. But once it hit there, it shot up on me, and I just did what I could, threw the glove up, and it ended up uh, working out. But, yeah, it's definitely a pretty big difference from uh, traditional to a turf field. Now you guys uh, take infield, things like that. Do you work on – the, do you get specifically bad throws on purpose to help you with hops and things like that? Yeah, so during BP every day and during practice, we'll uh, we'll work on that with one of the coaches, whether it's Coach Palumbo or uh, – uh, Heath Blackman, he'll come over there and they'll be throwing picks to us and just kind of balls all over the place when we get there Thursday night in practice and before uh, games during BP. So we work on it a good amount. All right. Uh, if you have a question, you can get it in for Josh Moylan as he joins us here on the Delcor Players Lounge. Um, uh, Jamie was also asking about the purple logo on the hat. If that is Young's. Oh, right? yeah. This yeah. is uh, Young's Physical Therapy. He's uh, He's been helping us out in our training room and all. So, uh, Gave us a couple hats the other day, and I like it, so I figured I'd wear it around. Groves wore a cool one last time he was here. Austin Knight wore it earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. Uh, some cool gear there. And speaking of Coach Knight, um, another pitcher of the week for East Carolina. Fourth different pitcher to win pitcher of the week. And Wyatt Lunsford Shankman, uh, he was not going to let you guys lose uh, on Sunday. Allowed the comeback to happen and then eventually the win to happen in extra innings. But, man, he was awesome in five innings of work. Yeah, I mean, I think all, all our pitchers – pretty much the whole year have been awesome and then shank the other day i mean he was just dominant and throwing whatever he wanted and whatever count and 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty special to have that many guys winning Pitcher of the Week. I mean, it's a shout-out to the staff and the, the pitching staff and the coaching staff, you know, just doing a great job and getting after it every day. Five innings and 40 pitches, Josh, and it was all three up, three down. So you guys are not spending a lot of time on the field, getting back in the dugout, kind of staying off your feet, and, and that matters, right? That's a big deal. Oh, it's huge. Anytime we can be uh, spending more time hitting than in the field, it's it's huge. And it just saps the energy from the other team when they have to sit in the field while we're hitting. So, I mean, th- those guys have been doing a great job while you're getting us off the field and letting the offense work. All right, Mike P., uh, Josh is not as old as we are, so I don't know if he'll know this. Do you know what Hollywood Hogan called Rodman when he was in the NWO? I don't know what he called him, but I, I do know Hawk Hogan, and uh, I'm actually a pretty decent wrestling fan. I've, I've watched it a good amount, so I'm, I'm usually pretty good about this, but I don't know. I believe, Mike, uh, was that Rodzilla? Is that what you're looking for? I do remember when Dennis Rodman skipped Bulls practice in the finals to go to WCW Nitro. So uh, that's the kind of guy I did it. Did he talk about that in his book? At uh, his yeah, wrestling days? Yeah, he talked about uh, kind of all the crazy stuff he'd do, but I, I'm pretty sure that was mentioned in there. <laughs> all right, good stuff. Uh, if you have any other questions, wrestling or non-related, uh, you can get those in to Josh Moylan. Um, I didn't get to ask this one to Lane, so I'll ask you, Josh, from Kenny. Uh, beach or river, which one are you choosing? Uh, I'm a beach guy, and back home, family vacations usually always the beach, so I'd, I'd have to go with the beach there. All right. Um, I think you answered this, the number 66. Why do you wear that number? Uh, you know, when I switched travel teams when I was young, I used to be number six, and that's what I'd always worn, and then switched teams, started wearing 66, and then Yasiel Puig started blowing up, oh, so yeah. it's kind of part of it too, but yeah, just like the number and stuck with it since all right uh kenny says how much has the ncaa rule changes affected the team's ability to celebrate show emotion during the game uh so what are you guys doing now in in that little room of yours yeah i mean i think we uh we have a pretty good way of still getting everybody involved like before we had the birdhouse but you know we can't do that anymore or else somebody's getting thrown out of a game so uh you know we're doing a pretty good job at the party room i like it i think it's uh i think it's pretty special you know you get to run off the field toss one of the pitchers your helmet and get in that room and start jumping around with everybody but i think it's pretty cool all right interesting question from robert uh what ecu baseball facility upgrade would you like to see most well i think for a while the biggest one was the weight room because we had to split it with you know football soccer kind of everybody's using the same one and then we got that right next to the field we got a new weight room and that place has been awesome but you know, honestly, I think I think the expansion they're planning on doing the kind of like party deck, I don't know if that's what it is, and offices for the coaches, I think that'll be really cool. I think that's a cool expansion and an easier way for us to get even more people into games. All right, good question, Robert, and a good answer from Josh Moylan joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Can you hang out one more segment? Sure can. All right, get your questions in. More with Josh Moylan. I got to ask you about your uncle and his attire that he wears the games got a little notoriety on social media a couple weeks ago and we'll talk about the upcoming week and where the pirates sit when we return pirate radio live delcor players lounge edition will also make you a winner when we return back with you after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedic Station Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Delcor Players Lounge edition of the program. Joining us now, Josh Moylan, Pirate First Baseman, East Carolina coming off a sweep of Cincinnati and that's a season sweep six in a row josh they've been good against everybody in the league other than east carolina and uh you got their number for whatever reason but uh they can swing it yeah i mean uh, all year they've been they've been swinging the bats well and even against us they've honestly swung them pretty well a couple big home runs here and there but our offense every time we played them has been blowing up and putting up a lot of runs so i mean we we talk about it during our team meetings when we play them is they're never really out of a game because they get a guy on with a walk and it could be a two-run homer so you know that they're a good team, but uh, yeah, we just play. We always tend to tend to play pretty well against them. All right, so uh, you were planning on playing a game on Tuesday. That game got moved to Wednesday. So, who said you'll get a practice in on Tuesday? And then for a three o'clock first pitch uh, in Norfolk, is that a bus ride for you guys? Yeah, we'll be leaving uh, in the morning. I I don't think it's that bad of a bus drive. I think it's what like two and a half, two forty five. Yeah. It'll take us to get there, so not not too bad. But yeah, it'll be good to get another day of practice and uh, kind of recovery after you know a long weekend. Are your uh, Maryland peeps going to be able to meet you halfway? You think for that one? Uh, I I don't know if anybody's coming. Uh, to that one for me but uh you know what wouldn't be surprised a couple of weeks ago last homestand uh i ran into a big moylan crowd after the game I, I talked to your dad your so your uncle got some notoriety on social media i believe he had a cut off moylan jersey <laughs> with the red white and blue bandana and uh it's quite a look and uh he was uh he was actually I don't know who it was like doing an interview after the game and your dad said yeah he's a glory hog he likes all the attention but you had a huge moylan section including your uncle uh, at the game tell us about uh, your uncle first of all yeah my uncle uh he he likes to you know put the flashy kind of style on and he's uh i always tell him he's the only person i would let cut the sleeves off a baseball jersey but uh yeah he uh he likes to do it and he'll he'll rock it to every game he was in houston wearing it too and uh yeah he got i think he got it off some uh one of those chinese like jersey websites and he got it for like 15 bucks so not a not a bad deal there but yeah my uncle uh no shame uh, wearing whatever he wants. And you had a, uh, a pretty big cheering section that game. Had a lot of folks there. Who all was there watching you? Yeah, I think uh, both sets of my grandparents were there. My dad, a couple of his buddies. And uh, my dad's travel head coach, kind of when he was growing up, was there. So he coached my dad. And then he actually had the chance to coach me growing up uh, at some kind of special tournament thing they did. So I thought it was pretty cool. You know, he coached my dad, coached me, and now he's able to come here and uh, see what Greenville's all about. But, yeah, good support staff there for me. Jenny, uh, two weekends ago. Yeah, Jenny says the Moylan crew is fun. Met them at the regionals. Uh, they are fun. Robert said, I saw that guy. I thought he was the karate instructor on Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> you know, I got a, I hadn't seen that movie in a while. I, I don't get that reference, so I need yeah, to watch Re- that. Rex Quando. That's, uh, that's what he's referring to. <laughs> Jamie says, can your crazy uncle actually play baseball? My uncle did used to play for a while. He was actually a catcher, but uh, 
Yeah, he, obviously, I don't think he can play anymore, but uh, he does still have some college eligibility. So, Coach, <laughs> if you're hearing this, you know, maybe give him a shot. Uh, how about your dad? How far did he go with baseball? Uh, he played at UMBC. He uh, he played there four years, I believe. So awesome. He, yeah, he played some college baseball. He was a retriever? Yes, he was. All right. Uh, Haley asking, Hallie or Haley? There's two L's. Could be, uh, could be either. Josh, I know all about your shoe game. What's your favorite pair to wear? My uncle, actually the same uncle who wears the cutoff jersey, likes to uh, hook me up with some shoes every once in a while, and he got me this pair of uh, Jordan 11s, the low-top ones. I actually wore them on media day. They're all white with oh, like, yeah. gold all around. I think it's my favorite pair of shoes to wear around. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Oh, man. Uh, at school, probably 20-something pairs sitting in there, and then back home even more. But I, uh, I like my shoes. You got new balances today. Yeah, You've come in got here, me these too. Come in here in Crocs before. So, <laughs> you know, whatever the occasion calls for. You're ready to go. Pretty much. All right. Uh, Josh Moylan joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studios. ODU coming up and then back home this weekend for Memphis. Uh, got Campbell and then South Florida, and that's it. So you guys are playing out the string here. Josh, you went on that long winning streak last year at the end of the year. You're on a three-game winning streak here, so uh, I don't know. Any similar feelings? Try to close out strong here in 2023? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, this season as a whole has been a lot better. Even though we had the long streak last year, it was a lot of ups and downs. But this year, I feel like we've been very consistent. I mean, I think we had, what, a four-game skid there for a while mm-hmm. and then just came back uh, right out, and we're starting another win streak up. So, you know, I think everybody's ready to rock and roll, make this uh, kind of postseason push and see if we can't host uh, – regional and super regional again and you can only play one at a time obviously and, and are you aware you're a half game behind houston one of your goals is to win that regular season so need to play one better than them the rest of the year but the only way you can do that is you focus on the game in, at hand right so uh but that is a goal for you guys right winning that regular season oh definitely i mean it's it's always a goal you know you don't want to you know give anybody else the chance to win the uh, conference and you know we had some losses here and there that kind of put us in a tough spot where we need to you know have some people do this or that and it's not completely in our hands but you know if we just go out and take care of business and uh, i think the rest will take care of itself all right you got a question uh josh will join us a few more minutes here in the studio atticus asked who of his favorite hornet of all time i'm gonna ask you your favorite oriole and raven of all time so mm. let's start with the o's who's your favorite i mean i i know you know it, it's covering my basement so i gotta say cal ripkin but i never got to see him play but uh i i love manny machado while he was an oriole and uh, i was sad to see him go but you know manny will always be uh, an oriole in my heart all right and uh how about ravens oh, i gotta go ray lewis he's the man i mean i i only got to really see him late in his career but even then he still won a super bowl and he was still a uh, nobody wanted to cross the middle of the field when ray was playing out there so i, I gotta go ray lewis on yeah kind of crazy like Ed Reed could be a call. Like you guys oh, just yeah. had so many great players oh, in that no. era uh, during that time. All right, uh, let's see. Let me find some other questions here that was asked uh, earlier. We had already talked about music a lot with Josh, but somebody did ask. Um, well, we'll do that. If you're on a roadie, a road trip up to Maryland, uh, what's the first song you're playing when you get on the highway to get oh, going? Man. Uh, Probably uh, was it "Home Sweet Home" by uh, who? Who is that? I, I was listening. I'm to on my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Okay. Yeah. I you know I feel like it's only fitting for a road uh, that trip would be back Motley home. Motley Crue, by the way. Motley Crue. Oh, right. Thank you, Shirley, our uh, music expert. I like expert. that song a lot. So I usually that's usually the start of my uh, like six hour playlist I have for getting back. Home. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, play lacrosse at all? No, we. Uh, 
sorry if you play lacrosse, this might offend you, but uh, back home, my dad's joke was always, you played lacrosse when you got cut from baseball. So that was kind of always our thing. So no, I never played lacrosse. All right, sticking with the the baseball. Did you always play first? What other positions? Oh, wait, did you get in at third? Since we last talked? I did. I forgot about that. Tulane was just funny. The first time I played third in college was against them last year and then did it again this year. Doing the uh, Freddie Freeman. Going over to third a little bit. How was that for you? I liked it. Did you get a ball? No, I didn't. But, uh, you know, ground balls in between innings trying to show the arm off a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, growing up, I played a lot of third base, so it's nothing uh, too crazy. But, yeah, it's it's always pretty cool to get over there and – in a college game were you using a glove you have or somebody else's glove yeah well during the glove order this offseason they had one on the sheet for me at third base and i was like well you know i'd kind of rather just get two first basemen it's i don't know how much i'm a player over there and then sure enough i ended up having to use it in the game but uh good thing i've been breaking it in most of the season so it was ready to go so what was that was that have you been requesting that or was that a hey moylan get the third and you're like what really me yeah what was it like for you I mean, I I was amazed when I saw the sheet on the glove thing because I, I was totally caught off guard. I was like, oh, sweet. But, I, you know, I'd taken some ground balls there before, and, you know, Coach uh, Coach G and Coach P want me taking them there, you know, once a week during some BPs. So it's it's nothing too new, but uh, once you get in there in a the game, you're like, all right, man, like, we've been we've been working on this time to go all right uh, sometimes i regret asking y'all to ask questions uh eric says speaking of the worm who does josh think rodman's hottest girlfriend was that he had over the years so <laughs> you i guess you got uh, carmen electra was he with madonna mm-hmm. I, I don't remember who all he was with I, I don't know. I mean, he he's had some good ones, but I yeah. I, I honestly, I think Carmen Electra's a pretty good one. I think you know he he was always crazy, and I think they kind of uh, matched each other there. So I'd, yeah, I'd probably go with her. Yeah, in the crazy department. Uh, what's Moylan's favorite Air Jordan silhouette? Mm. I, I I didn't know there were. So what does that mean? Like the base of the like the shoe model. Yeah. I'd uh. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd probably go. I like the 11s a lot, but the the 1s are always cool, you know, just the the throwback first one. But I I, I do like the uh, the Jordan 11s. I don't even know what all. So what? How many? Uh, so is that what you own? Those? No, they're. Uh, they're hold on. Let me find some images. Yeah. So hold how many on. pairs of Jordans do you have? Because uh, I only I have mean, one. I'm trying to have find. Like, I, th- I want to say I have like 10 pairs. Got a pair of sixes, pair of fives, ones. But yeah, the... Okay, I had nine On the right side of that picture, those ones I have. Ah, okay. And then I have, uh, if you go up, I have to the left, I have those ones as well. Sixes. Yeah. Right, there you go. Yeah. Got me some, uh, some pretty cool Jordans. Josh's Jordans. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Do you have <laughs> do you have to go to the equipment sale to keep your equipment? So what <laughs> ECU baseball gear will you get to keep when you're done with ECU baseball? Uh, I mean, I think pretty much all of it except for the helmet, bat, and uh, I think that's pretty much just about it because all the rest of the stuff's really mine. So I, I think I'll get to keep a good amount of it. So our Chan Man has a bat that has number eight on it that he claims is a Turner Brown game-used uh. bat. Or maybe is it game used? Does it look like it's worn? Yeah, I mean it was definitely worn um, when I got it at an equipment sale one time. So there was a bunch of bats in there, and I just remember looking. I was like, I'll take this. Easter. So one of us one day, if we see that sixty-six, could own Josh Moylan's bat. Yes, absolutely. and then we'll try to sell it to Josh for big money. <laughs> That's how it works. Would you buy your bat back for 
a thousand bucks josh uh, i don't know <laughs> I, mean, I, I think if anything you know it should be worth a thousand bucks but i don't think i'll be the one spending a thousand bucks to uh get it back now uh i got a recommendation from malcolm gray and <clears throat> mully to watch the show on youtube about the um sports memorabilia guy have you seen that no, i haven't so i watched one episode it's pretty interesting and i can't remember what it's called right now uh so i will google that up netflix memorabilia show i thought you said youtube oh did i yeah i meant netflix i'm sorry my dad was talking about king that. of collectibles yeah, my, my dad was talking about that the other day he told me to watch it so I'll, I'll definitely check it out it's pretty interesting it's it's a lot of sports stuff they also showed some beanie babies which took mm-hmm. me back to my childhood mm-hmm. with my sister having a lot of those uh some dude had the first ever apple computer Dang. that was going for big money uh but they had a big uh, jackie robinson um sale and they had his jersey the guy was trying to get 10 million dollars for it it sold for 7.2 million wow so, yeah just insane yeah, stuff to check that out and i'm not familiar <clears throat> the um apparently there's a lebron triple logo card that people are still looking for and this dude flew to canada to do an unboxing with drake trying to find the card they didn't they found a penny hardaway uh nba logo card which they were excited about but anyway king of collectibles check it out yeah maybe one day you'll see a josh moylan bat up there (laughs) that you can bid on um let's see any other questions for josh before we let him get out of here uh scott is our maryland guy he said we've renamed the state to moy moyland take out the mary put in the moy it's pretty cool josh that's pretty cool i was unaware of that (laughs) all right so uh josh the week ahead you got a wednesday game at odu and then memphis in town this weekend first of all great to be back home but to win three on the road you know what the records say home and road you guys have been a lot better at home so how nice was it to win those three away from home oh that was huge especially towards the end of the season you know you won all these conference wins and midweek wins obviously but yeah that, that was big to pick up three there and the last one had a little scare i thought we we're you know we might be dropping that one and then we just kept uh kept pushing put up some runs in one but uh <clears throat> yeah it's gonna be huge to be playing at home this weekend and then obviously the midweek coming up but yeah if we can get a packed house this weekend it'll be good my favorite new tradition at home games is jake hunter dancing while the opposing team makes a pitching change he is phenomenal he's got like four or five moves that he goes to how about josh if you were in the spotlight what move would you do uh, in front of everybody, I don't know. Do you I mean, have a go to? I feel like the the sprinkler is probably a good uh, go to one. Everybody knows that and should get some people involved. But yeah, Jake Jake's always pulling out some new moves. He uh, he'll usually bring them up in the locker room before the game. Like, <laughs> hey, I got a new one today. Okay, we'll see. And uh, we're all watching to see what it is. But yeah, I think that's pretty cool when he uh, he does that. I love when he's in the bullpen and has to sprint down. Down, yeah. yeah. Uh, great pitching from wide uh, this weekend and fourth pirate pitcher to win that award you talked about it earlier jake root moving to starter carter back in the spot that he won the aac pitcher of the year award this year so kind of tinkering with things late in the year but man uh it seems like you you guys have found the right recipe as far as pitching goes oh yeah i mean and and, you know guys just being willing to kind of fill the different roles is is huge i mean spivey obviously i think he'd like to start but they talked to him like hey you want to go in the pen you know you were so good there before and that's what he did and he's been he was great there uh i think the two times he's come so far out of the pen but uh yeah i mean that guy's just willing to fill different roles and root's been awesome all year and i think that's huge for him to be able to you know kind of fill that role while trey's got his stuff going on but yeah pitching's been great josh i will end it on a bad eric dad joke he likes to get these hands shirley do you have the rim shot ready 
I thought this was a real question, but it wasn't. He said, Josh, for home games, where do you keep your mitt while driving to Clark LeClaire? I'm guessing the glove compartment. <laughs> Jeez Louise there. <laughs> Par for the course. Uh, that is a good question, though, Josh. Do you ever take your glove home, or does it stay... No, nah, I mean when we first get them, I'll I'll bring it I'll bring it home, kind of break it in a little bit. But usually it's just uh, staying right above my locker. All right, good one, Eric. Good stuff, Josh. Thanks for joining us, man. Good luck to you. Uh, might be the last time we see you in studio for a while. You guys will be staying on the road after South Florida, so we'll try to get you on the phone a couple Mondays from now after your regular season finale, and then uh, you get to play in Clearwater. You like the uh, the stadium there at oh, Clearwater? Yeah, it's, it's awesome there. Weather's great. Stadium's cool. And the hotel we stay at's awesome. It's like a resort hotel, so it's, the whole uh, whole trip down there is pretty fun. I'm excited. And uh, going to take a lot of power to hit one opposite field, but try to hit one into that tiki bar. You've hit one straight dead center since we last talked. Yeah, Showing yeah. off the muscles we'll, we'll a little bit. We'll see if I can uh, pop one of that tiki bar. I've had uh, <laughs> a couple wall bangers there I've had, but uh, let's see if I can get one out this year. All right, man. Josh Mullen. Thanks for joining us, Josh. Enjoyed it, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. Delcor Players Lounge. If you need help with your plumbing, heating, cooling, call the service prof- professionals. 321-8868. Visit Delcor Inc. Dot com. Shirley Rhodes, let's make somebody a winner here on a Monday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Let's get somebody's week started off right. What are we giving away today? Uh, how about uh, some tickets to a Down East Wood, Bo- uh, Wood Ducks baseball game? All right, go see some minor league baseball at historic Granger Stadium on us. Tickets to the Woodies available right now for you and a friend. What caller are we looking for? I'm going to go with, uh, let's do caller 10. Caller 10, 317-1250. We're back with more Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. And congratulations to Jeff Dover of Greenville. Picked up a pair of tickets to a Down East Wood Ducks baseball game. Of course, baseball back in Kinston. And they are back home this week for uh, Mother's Day with a series against the Delmarva Shorebirds. So get your single-game tickets and check out all the fun promotions playing this season right now at WoodDucksBaseball.com. Go Woodies. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Last thing I want to hear heading into a segment is Shirley going, oh, no. (laughs) And I just heard that. (laughs) Well, that's because I... I was uh, I was working on something and oh, all no. of a sudden the commercial ended and I was like <gasps> my my song my bumper music wasn't queued up properly so that's why I yelled out oh no oh no but the it's old. all good the oh no here comes the Austin comment I just <laughs> I just saw that Jeopardy Masters is premiering tonight 
Yes. Played the all-time yes. greatest Jeopardy players. I am looking forward to that. Actually, it's the master. Is Jim Nance going to be calling it? Hello, friends. It's a tradition unlike any other. So I decided during the break to find sports questions that have been asked in real Jeopardy games to ask to Shirley Rhodes and Chandler. Let's Hanukkah. go. Oh God. All right. Category. Do we have to answer in the form of a question? Yes, we're playing Jeopardy. Okay. Um, since I don't, we don't have buzzers. Do y'all want to try to buzz in, or do you want me to just give it to one of y'all? What do you want to do? Uh, give it to us, and that way he right. has a chance to steal and vice versa. Okay. All right, Shirley, you're up. Category, pop quiz. Pop quiz. This college coach lent his name to a youth football league. The category is pop quiz. This college coach lent his name to a youth football league. Who is Pop Warner? That is correct. Oh. <laughs> Shirley, you just won twelve hundred bucks. <laughs> um, I, 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 I will take that in all twenties, please. All right, category is sounds like pig Latin. Oh lord! Oh gosh! What? Long thought to have invented baseball. He fought for the Union at Antietam and Gettysburg. Chandler. Long thought to invented to have invented baseball. Um, pig Latin. Uh, don't worry about that. Who invented baseball? Uh, Shirley. Invented baseball. Who is I, Ab- Abner Doubleday? I, if you had asked me basketball, I would have known that one. I said, Shirley. Yes. Category: You're an all-star. Starting in 1948, this Mr. Hockey was named to 21 NHL All-Star Games. Oh, in 48? Yep. You're not allowed to ask Alex Trebek questions. Rest oh, in peace. Well, uh, who is Wayne Gretzky? Chandler. <laughs> who is Gordy Howe? Gordy Howe is correct. Oh, let's go! Chandler, you just won 1000 bucks. Way to go. All right, Chandler, I'm going to give this one to you. The category is point the finger. Close basketball shot from the tip of the hand into the basket. Wait, say that again. Close basketball shot from the tip of the hand into the basket. Point the finger. Uh, a, what is a layup? Finger is in quotation. What is a finger roll? That is correct. You just won 800 more bucks. Uh, Shirley, the category is, uh-oh, talking more football. Uh-oh. A player who can legally catch a pass is this type of receiver. Some are bachelors, too. A player who can legally catch a pass is this type of receiver. Some are bachelors, too. What is the word I'm looking for? What is... A player who can legally catch a pass. Some are bachelors, too. What is wide receiver? Chandler. What is eligible? Eligible is oh, correct. Sh- <laughs> Chandler. Oh, I almost cursed on the air. <laughs> you just picked up 600 bucks. Oh, I, it, it, oh, I hate that. Uh, let's see. Chandler. Category is hall pass. To, every, to everyone's relief in 2019, this Yankee pitcher became the first unanimous selection to the Baseball Hall of Fame. 
who is in 2019 this who is mariano rivera that is correct add another 400 dollars to your bankroll Woo-hoo! shirley your category is science terms oh great i sucked at science basketball players learn not to move this foot the term for the axle around which a wheel turns what is a pivot that is correct enjoy that six hundred dollars a girl that one's really easy chandler manly nicknames baseball stand the man who played in a record 24 all-star games who is stan musial that is correct another 1200 bucks for you shirley category starts with a silent k a slow tricky pitch on the baseball diamond what is a knuckleball that is correct that is four hundred dollars straight to your bank account i love this <laughs> this is fun uh category uh-oh talking more football in the nfl each of these measures 10 yards by 53 and a third yards Mm. Say that again, please. <laughs> you know, like when the host is even confused, just not good. Chandler. <laughs> Category, uh-oh, talking more football. In the NFL, each of these measures 10 yards by 53 and a third yards. What is a yard marker? No, Shirley. What is the distance between first downs? <laughs> what is the what is an end zone? Oh, oh oh i like how y'all did that um who's up shirley mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh pro baseball teams the this west coast team is the only one whose team uh, city and name are both in spanish oh uh who are the san diego padres that is a thousand dollars believe it or not um hmm wait what 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 huh hello what category also a basketball term clue matthew thirteen forty five says the kingdom of heaven is like unto this that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind <laughs> what <laughs> also a basketball term Matthew 13 45 says the kingdom of heaven is like unto this that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind (laughs) Chandler you got anything I don't know Shirley who is what is unto a three pointer (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't know. what is a net oh a net oh, oh, a net. A net. oh. and that concludes <laughs> our jeopardy sports edition Jeez. it wasn't too bad some was good some was bad yeah. do we need to take our last break yes we did let's take our last break uh we'll come back wrap it up here on a monday edition of pirate radio live we are back with more after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. 
Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. All right, the uh, stock market was a mixed one today. The Dow slipped 55 points and closed at 33,618. The Nasdaq was up 21 points at 12,256. The S&P was only up a point at 4,138. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to you, Clip. We're back with you Tuesday, 3 o'clock. Our buddy Bryce Williams will be here. And he got him a turkey this weekend. So we'll uh, be talking about that, Pirate Radio Outdoors. Also, Billy Weaver will join us on the show, the Molly Man, to talk some pirate baseball as we get you ready for the week ahead with Old Dominion and Memphis. Got that, plus Ellerby in our number one. I would like to thank you all for your fantastic questions today. For Josh Moylan and Lane Hoover, made for a fun Monday Delcor Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll see you back here Tuesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of the show. For Shirley Rhodes and Chan Man, I am Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.